This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. A world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions. Only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers Podcast. Get this Brandon off. Yo, what's the deal, Panther fans? It's your boy, Tony Dunn. It's the C3 Panthers podcast brought to you by CarolinaCatChronicles.com. Every Tuesday night, we chop up the latest Panthers news and opinions from the fan perspective. It's the longest running Panthers podcast around. That's right, because these homies just get on the Internet every Tuesday night and talk whether there's anything to talk about. And we will give you something to talk about tonight. I don't know what it is. Is it Matt Stafford? for a pot of gold to the lions is it deshaun watson for the united states national deficit i don't know what it's gonna be but we got something to talk about tonight i do it with my homeboys there's a lot of people in the chat room but my cool is my main man my co-host cody last what's up my man tony dunn what's up bro um I don't know. I kind of feel like we have a good bit to talk about, you know. But what? what is there to talk well, about? You I, said you need to. I, you're like, I got to go to bed in a little while. That's not what bed, I said. But... One, you're putting words in my mouth. <laughs> Number know. two, what I want to say is that in a very short amount of time, we have seen our brand new GM live up to his word and something that he said in that press conference. Now, we're going to talk about what it means and if it was a good idea to do any of it, I mean, we, we, you know, I think we have a, a little bit to talk about tonight. Um, a lot happened over the course of the week, but, um, you know, one thing will never change. Well, I guess two things. We do this show on a Tuesday night, but we always do it with the most lit Panther fans in all of YouTube, man. Joey the Blind, Panther Esquivel, Jay Chappie, Seed, Blake Bettis, ATX19. That's my man, Sports Nut from Twitter. Blake Bettis. Tony Dunn. Ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll. Uh, I like Blake. First of all, I love Blake. I love everybody in the chat room, but I like Blake Bettis. He says, what it do, Panther fans? What it do? <laughs> and what I else like did you how... Say? What else did you I, say? 
He, he said something else too. No, I didn't. He did. yeah, I did right he didn't. Immediately says, after that, he said, "Smash that oh, smash thumbs the thumbs up, up button, smash it." Yeah, That's he's right. a good dude. But I like the what it do. This is what I like. The number is two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. You can see it on the screen. That's two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. And I like this is that not only have we been developing this community, but these callers are fire, man. Right. And look, what it do is that's a reference right there to Supreme Alita. So just look, put your voice in, be a part of the conversation. Just like my man of many streams, CK is. Are you excited to talk about the Panthers or do you just want to go kill mugs on COD? You know, I am uh, I am excited to talk about the Panthers and uh, then go kill some mugs on Escape from Tarkov. <laughs> What what are you playing now? Tell me about this. It's called Escape from Tarkov. It's uh it's a much slower paced game, but it's a lot more anxiety ridden because uh mm. it, it, I have to I have to tell you about it off stream. There's a lot to it. It's one of the most realistic shooters you're ever gonna play. Yeah, like you I like to, to hear you this. Can get hurt. You can break your arm and And like, like you it, lose your shit. Like if you die, you lose your loot. Have yeah, you been not, having fun playing like it? it? Not like a traditional shooter. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's fun. It's slow, slow burn to get it started because it doesn't give you any fucking instructions whatsoever. But right. it oh, is, yeah. yeah, like they there do not is. tell you. You have to go in with somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing because otherwise, you which are just is why we should watch your stream. Where can they find your shit? That that's why we're gonna go watch it before we play well, it. You can you can find me on Facebook Gaming. Um, obviously, code is allowing. But the thing is, like, I have it's been an exciting week. Dude, uh, Tony, lift your drink up again. This. Oh, it went clear. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, it was. It's been an exciting week. I can talk about it a little later, but uh, some things moving positively for the uh, Codizzle channel, man. So moving. Yeah, Pretty like moving. I got. It's not Don't moving. move from the C3 channel. No, 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 no. Nothing like that. Stay like down right there in the bottom right. Basically, this thing that Stone Mountain created called Pipeline.gg, it's a platform where people can kind of get an idea how to start streaming, build a foundation to build, a, you know, to, to actually turn a passion of streaming into a career. They've uh, made me an affiliate, which is pretty cool. Um, there's a couple of things. It's not necessarily like a sponsorship, but it's sort of like a sponsorship, which is pretty awesome. Well, dude, hell yeah. Keep gaming. This is what I like is do what you do. Yep. Right. Oh, look, I, I didn't even fix my no wonder. I look no wonder I look all crazy. I don't even got my green screen right. I gotta hold it up right now. Greg, man of many podcasts. What is happening in the podcasting world? I told you about this podcast last week. What was it called? Plot no plot? Plot no plot. And I listened to You went and listened to I've it. What'd you think? Mind. I contacted. Do you them have the same sense of humor that I have? Is the question. I, I found it very funny. Yeah, uh, it, it was definitely crude. <laughs> it's definitely, definitely very crude. But it was very funny. I contacted contacted them afterwards about possibly getting up and them coming on my show or me doing a show with them one time because it just sounds fun. It was. Uh, it, it was. And they, hey, they, they responded back. They were like, "Yeah, definitely hit us up." So uh, it it was a fun listen. You definitely have to have a uh, certain sense of humor to. Yeah. to uh, <laughs> to really enjoy it. To so think about Chef Boy, D gang banging, uh, 
like it was like Captain America. Or something. It was so weird. It was the weirdest. But what I liked about it is that they didn't write the stuff. They just read it. They like, just they read just, it. Yeah. Uh, so they're making fun of it just like we would if we looked at it online and read it. Yes, yes. So. That's why. So that's what made it even greater to me. They were mm-hmm. tremendously funny. Yeah. All right. So let's, uh, the Panthers, if you want to talk about them, the number is 252-228-5098. You can find me on Twitter at cat underscore chronicle tonight's show. I guess we got to talk about Matthew Stafford to the Rams for that pot of gold. I think we can got to continue about, uh, I guess the Deshaun Watson fetish that is not going to happen. We probably need to talk about how the Carolina Panthers are probably going to start Teddy Bridgewater next year without those three topics right there. Like you cannot say any of those. What did I say? I said, you cannot say Matthew Stafford. You cannot say Deshaun Watson and you cannot say Teddy Bridgewater. I'll start with you, Cody. Is there anything else to talk about with the Carolina Panthers? Mm, all right, sure. I'll accept your challenge. Yes. Let's yes. Go Scott. Thank all right, you. Let, let's go Scott Fitterer. Uh, Scott Fitterer in Ooh. his opening press conference said that the Carolina Panthers were going to be involved in every deal. And uh, that was instantly proven true. Uh, what we know right now is that uh, if the Los Angeles Rams – uh, didn't steal uh, – well, I'm going to have to break Tony's rule now. If, if they didn't steal Matthew Stafford mm. out from under us, Matthew Stafford would be a Carolina Panther right no, this very not, moment. That's a lie. Dude, man, a lie. But you, you, you can say that all you want, Tony, but this is I what we know. Uh, Albert Breer and a bunch of other people have put it out on their Twitter – that it was basically a foregone conclusion that the the Carolina no, Panthers. No, there was were, like seven teams. It, dude, the Carolina we Panthers offered. were in the process of getting his medicals from Detroit when the Ooh, Rams. I haven't heard this part. Yeah, yeah man, you've been slipping, dude. Don't tell me I'm wrong. Dude, I've been slipping my ass. You've been slipping. Tell me about this. Tell me. Tell me yeah, what they so did. They got Twitter. his medicals. And what did it say? His thumb fucking the- hurt like a motherfucker last year as he tried to beat us and he lost. What did they say in those medicals? No, look. Uh, basically, he was going to be a Carolina Panther. They offered the eighth overall pick, and apparently they offered um, more than that. They offered uh, more than one first-round pick, including the eighth pick this year. Was um, it eighth and like a fourth or something? Eighth no, and third? No, another first-rounder. Like another first-rounder. First yeah, where have you been, man? Are you not no, on Twitter I didn't know it was that much. No, I did yeah. not think it was that much. Yeah. I thought it was an eighth and a something. No, it, it it was an eighth, and it was uh, it was reported multiple. I don't know if that was one or three or whatever, but oh, it was it was it was, no. it was first round picks. And if the Rams didn't swoop in and uh, basically steal Matthew Stafford from us right now, this entire podcast would be: Is Matthew Stafford going to be enough to put the Carolina Panthers over the edge? Yeah. Now that says two things. My mind says two things. Let's start with the positive, right? It means we know without a shadow of a doubt. We do not believe in Teddy. That our owner, our coaches, our GM know that we do not have a serviceable franchise quarterback on the roster right now. And, and they are and they are they are going to be aggressive in going about getting 
said new quarterback. Um, I like that. I mean, listen, we've sat on here uh, for the entire part of this past season and did nothing but lambast fucking uh, Teddy Basic bitch. And now we know that. Hey, that now so we know that our He's so fucking, disrespectful. And I am disrespectful. And now, I, now we all know <laughs> what our owner thinks, what our coach thinks, and what our GM thinks. Uh, that was the good thing. Okay, so if you're tired of the Bridgewater experiment, um, you know maybe we'll be able to move on from them. Like Tony alluded to, it's there's still a very real possibility that Bridgewater could be a, our, our starting quarterback next year. Um, but let's move to the negatives now. Um, and I said this last week, I do not see what about the Carolina Panthers football team is ready to make that kind of move for a quarterback who say whatever you want about the talent on the Detroit lions. Uh, he has never won a playoff game and he has not ever been known for elevating the talent around him. So Can I beat that, that set up real quick? Oh, yeah, but I'm about to yeah. – hold on. I'm about to just pass the mic. Now, I'm actually more excited for the Rams than if it were for us because, listen, if we had the Rams roster, yeah, okay, maybe Matthew Stafford is enough to put a roster with Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald and all these good players. Yeah, maybe Matthew Stafford is enough, but he is not enough to put the Carolina Panthers over the edge by not having the eighth pick in the draft and not having another first round pick next year. So I don't like that. That was our first decision was Matthew Stafford. Um, but you know, uh, I, I really do think that the Rams, uh, saved us. And that's my thoughts on that. I just want to beef up your stat real quick. Cause I'm on your side with Matt okay. Stafford there. Yeah, ten and fifty six career against teams that made the playoffs the year he played them. Yeah, and that's ten and fifty six in his career against teams that make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean uh, it's better than Bridgewater, but mm-hmm. I don't know what people were thinking Matthew Stafford was going to come in and do for us. And dude, like I said, man, I'm thankful that we we're not going to have to talk about this for much longer because uh, you know it's not our problem. The Rams saved us. And like I said, I do think it was a good move for the Rams. But uh, yeah. Well, people that, realize that, that Matt Stafford is Teddy Bridgewater that throws the ball deep. He's a guy that gets a that lot of... That doesn't even make sense, No, no, I, I just, no, no, no. Listen, he gets... He gets a lot of yards, a few touchdowns, but doesn't win. Does, doesn't elevate his team to win. He's a Teddy Bridgewater that can throw the ball deep. But th- that also speaks to the how poorly the Detroit Lions have been run over the past. You're, two you're years. absolutely right about that. I mean, when it's you a see a quarterback who has yeah. a just, who has yeah. a quarterback like the yards, touchdowns with the rosters that he has over the past ten years, and, and he's still putting up that number, you could sit there all day. It's but you true. know, he throws the ball deep, right? Mm-hmm. It's more than just the quarterback. But here's what I want: the, the argument I would make with with regard to you know being more excited for the Rams. The Rams are just like the Panthers. Right outside of last year, golf you would consider to be a better quarterback than than Teddy Bridgewater. Like, what is the major difference between the Rams and the Panthers right now? They have the top defense in the league, and yeah, they yeah, have yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, number yeah, one yeah, defense yeah, in the league. The number that's what they got. That's they have the a shut down right corner. They have the shut best corner. player in the NFL. And the Aaron number Donald. one defense. Though. They had. If you go look at the stats, they like put up the most points on defense. Like they have yeah. a defense that's like. 
beat your ass defense. But so, what I'm saying is like right now we are, we were trending in that direction and we have the pieces outside of a shutdown cornerback, right? Sure. If you look at our defense, our offense is almost identical. We have a star running back to three receivers. If, if Chris, if they can resign Curtis Samuel, if not, they still have two star receivers, but that's what you have over there in the Rams. I mean, from an offensive perspective, I don't agree with this. I, I, I disagree. Like the I the, the major, I think uplift they might have is maybe a slightly better offensive line. But other than that, I mean, Their I don't really defense see is bad ass, bro. There, but, but what I mean is, like, we are on that trajectory. Like, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, like on, we're the, on the trajectory. trajectory yes, like we're right. um, like we're we could very well be there this year, depending upon how well. Our, our what what our offense? No. All season we have no idea with this team. Our no, with our team gonna be so by the way, the problem with this. Nah, like I haven't gotten talking. Y'all had Joe's piece. <laughs> no, what I was right? saying is like outside of a shutdown corner, we have pretty much all the same pieces. We have Derek Brown. People believe they're still a stud. We have uh, we have Brian Burns. We have the outside rushing. Terrible yet. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, not. But here's the reality of it is that Aaron Donald's been in the league. He's going to start. There is going to be a natural decline for him over the next couple of years, right? We only have an incline for Brian Burns. Like, Aaron Donald, how long has he been in the league now? 2014, he was drafted. Four years. So he's working on eight years now? The difference is you're projecting for Brian Burns and and Donald. Donald, It's two different positions anyway. I mean, it's two. What I'm trying to say is we have have a a defensive line that is. Let me get up in there. Let me get, get in it. First get of all, it. I gotta go after Greg. I gotta shoot some shots for Greg. <laughs> His mug said he is the same quarterback as Teddy Bridgewater. But can throw it deep. They can throw it deep. That's like me saying I got the same dick as this porn star over here. It's just not big. Or that's I'm sorry. That's a great what, comparison. That that's a great. I don't comparison. even know yeah. what that means. Like he's like a great ass. He's Teddy. <laughs> Bridgewater. How long that's how what we want. We want Teddy Bridgewater that can throw deep. We need Number to start one. taking bets on how long into the show before Tony mentions something about it. The Teddy Bridgewater's dick. His, his dick. Own dick. <laughs> yeah, just dick in general. <laughs> yeah, if it, if it's right. under twenty minutes, you win. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that but nonetheless, funny. what I'm trying to say is if you're looking for Second, I disagree with you, CK, completely is this is that the Panthers, we don't re- actually we have no idea what the Panthers are gonna look like next year. Mm. Like we have absolutely no idea. Like the most we can come away with is that we will have DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. That's it. Like there, like you cannot be specific to any position group to anything. The offensive line is going to change over. Uh, the secondary is all going to change over. Everything like we don't have tight end. Like we don't even know what the team will look like next year. Yeah, and 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 the Rams. The the Rams defense is ready to win now. But here's the they reality too with the Rams. They defense. got this. They're scoring the points. They're doing this and that. And it's interesting that we're upset. I think we, well, I'm with, I'm with Cody on this. Is that it's great that he went to the Rams. Like I actually think yeah. I'm surprised, Cody. You're not jumping up and down more about what the Rams have done over the last five years is look they are super aggressive they traded yeah. all this shit to try to get jared goff it didn't work but guess what they did they, they did it again bait. they're moving 
this and that. And you can talk yeah. junk about how much they've given up, but you know what? They've been in the playoffs more than we have. Yeah. I'm sitting there watching that team going this and that, and they're close. And I tell you, Matthew Stafford looks good on their squad. And, yeah, me, I'm glad he's way, not on our squad. Me, by the way, Sean McVay is going to be one of, if not the best coaches in the NFL for decades to come. That guy is as you, advertised. Can you say golf didn't work out if they actually took he, – he, took that team to the Super Bowl. I know that there's a lot of coaching involved and it was a great but the team. reason I say he doesn't work out is this because is they, traded, they him traded what's crazy is they have traded nine picks or something for Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford. Right. Remember, they moved up. They did what Cody wants the Panthers to do. That's what I'm saying. It's like, why aren't you, Cody, more going the Rams or doing their shit? And what and they moved up for golf. They tried to get it. They got close to the promised land. They saw us not working. And you know what? They said we got a team right now that's fucking locked and loaded. I bet you they make a trade or they go after somebody in free agency on the offense. Well, the, the they're thing- going after a big time name on offense. That's what they need now. To 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 bolster Cody's receiver. To bolster Cody's stance before he speaks. Like if that's anything like the fact that that team is the way that it is. Right. And that it's done what it's done over the past five seasons. Right. Uh, to bolster that they traded away picks and they were still able to build a team like that. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. So, yeah. That's why I'm saying he should be so like, stoked. About like this. from a, from a perspective of, of people saying that you shouldn't trade away three first round picks for, for anybody or that's just too much. That's a, that's a King's ransom. It's not worth it. I mean, the Rams basically did it to get golf. And now, I mean, they built a team that went to the Super Bowl. And that was with a quarterback that clearly wasn't the answer. Like He wasn't the reason they went. He wasn't. He, I think he's definitely a starter in the NFL. I don't believe that he was an elite level quarterback, but he's definitely able. If you put a good team around him, he's able to make sure that he's not losing games for you. You can't say the same about Teddy Bridgewater in today's world. Yeah. So let me expand on that a little bit. One, uh, and you're right, I, I'm, I'm not praising them enough. What I praise them for uh, uh, specifically is having the courage to move on. Like, I feel like yes. in years past, in years past, okay, dude, if you had a quarterback and you went to the Super Bowl, man, okay, it was like you had evidence that you could get there. So now you just kind of keep on building, keep on fighting. And let me tell you, they have known for a while now that Jared Goff is a problem. And we've known this about Jared Goff for years that um, uh, Sean McVay. Oh, wow. They just signed him two well, years ago. Well, I know, but so listen. So they learned this in the last season. Well, I, that, that was dumb that they paid him because they paid him right. $53 million over two years, which if they wouldn't have uh, paid him, they could have paid him $27 million instead of $53 million over the past two years. But, yeah, the contract was dumb, but the – Sean McVay would always do this thing where it's like, as soon as the play starts, you have a certain amount of time that you can still hear the offensive coordinator in your head. Well, Sean McVay would be up in his ear until literally the very last moment. So Sean McVay is like literally de facto calling plays in the huddle through Jared Goff. And I was listening to Ian Rappaport on uh, Pat McAfee's show and he was saying, yeah, that doesn't happen with other quarterbacks. Like, they don't do that. They're competent enough to be able to get the play in the helmet and call the play and be able to do it. 
and be able to make the checks and the audibles, do all that shit by themselves. Hmm. Jared Goff couldn't and still hasn't done that. So the fact that they said, you know what, we have one of, if not the best defense in the NFL. We went all in for a shutdown corner who was worth it in Jalen Ramsey. We have a badass defensive line. We have the best defensive player in football. We have an offensive mastermind at head coach. Yeah, make the move. When you have that kind of roster, those are the moves that you make to win right now. And, yeah, you, they did a damn good job in, in doing that. And I think they saved us a ton of trouble, a ton of trouble. We are not two first-round picks away. Like the Rams can afford to give somebody in the chat room, and I think there I I saw this too. It was I didn't see for, but your eyes are like you've been out of it, Tony. But I heard first and a third. That's what somebody in the chat room said. But still, even this is that it makes a lot more sense for the Rams than it makes for the Panthers. Mm -hmm. That's ultimately is like is that we are not built right now to win. We're just not. Um, and that's okay. Now, let's see. What else did you say? What were we going to say? You can, what else is going on in the news? But you cannot say Matthew Stafford, which we just talked about for uh, an hour. That you can say, uh, Deshaun Watson said he's okay with sitting out the 2021 season. Uh, oh, you can we say that. We <laughs> played Deshaun Watson either, were we? Let's <laughs> be. But, uh, uh, Greg, what do you got? Can you say, can you talk about the news without saying Deshaun Watson, Matt Stafford, or Chetty Those Bidwell? are the only things to talk about. Why <laughs> well, do we yeah, not okay, I have something, but it's not really news, uh, but it's something to talk about. We uh, right. I just got this. Uh, just I like to look up mock drafts, just different people's ideas and opinions. <laughs> and one popped up yesterday from uh, Sport, uh, Sports Illustrated. And um, I, it's intriguing to me. It's got Trevor Lawrence one, Justin Fields two. Uh, Sewell three uh, for uh, Miami. The Falcons picking up Trey Lance at four, and then Carolina trading the eighth, the fortieth, and the seventy third pick to Cincinnati and picking up Zach Wilson at number five. I saw somebody put this on Twitter, guys, and they said, "Are you okay with this?" And I didn't know how to res- like uh, have one thought. It's hard for me to type mm-hmm. on the stupid phone right now, <laughs> and I really didn't know what to say other than like. I don't think I want it was like too long of an answer. I don't think Zach Wilson will be there at this point, but if he is, I'm 100% okay with that. Yeah. I mean, like, and I don't like what you're going to swap your first and you're going to give up two mid round picks. Yes. Mm -hmm. It says we could have over a hundred million dollars in cap room in 2022. Let me ask you a question, guys. I don't know. It, let's say there was a scenario to trade with the Cincinnati Bengals to go up to five, which is very plausible because they don't yeah. need a quarterback. But the problem is, is you can wait till the fourth picks on the clock, right? Mm-hmm. You can, right? You yep. can do that or you can do it early. And then, but then that quarterback that you think might be there at five may not be. And then all of a sudden you just, you know, trade it up for Trey Lance. Right. right. Can I, I think, can it's, I I think another, it's a moment thing. Can I, I think we're trading back. We're trading so, back. Some good news came out today. Uh, I, I forget who posted it. I think it was PFT Pro Football Talk said that uh, it's seeming like the Falcons are going to stick with Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. um, which is fantastic for us. Because Not great. What, I, what I was going to say was um, if they decide to not go quarterback, 
Like, okay, if they were going to take a quarterback, which I guess they still could, yeah. but, man, a part of me really wants to deny Atlanta their pick. Like, I would want to get in at fucking – What number are they at? What window are they four. at? Four. Four. Yeah. You ain't getting ahead of them. Who's we that? three? trade with the Dolphins at three. Yeah, so three uh, is – Four or the two. Yeah. So, okay, num- number three – that three pick should be ours. Just think about that. That mm-hmm. three pick should be ours. Dude, oh, Twitter, did y'all see what I uh what I put on Twitter today? Man, I I, I put this out. Yeah, early, I saw. I saw. Yeah, and you've been it, saying it for four. What, what what am I? You make clap about the same thing you've been saying for four months. Yeah, because I've been saying that. I, I say shit before it's popular. But how about this, man? Uh, if the Miami Dolphins, like they're the real wild card. Because I really do think we're going to have to move up, and I think in uh, in light of the news of what we tried we're moving to move back, up, oh man, no, nah, bro, you are fucking tripping, yeah. bro. Look how aggressive we're we were for, for Stafford. We're going to go. And we're not aggressive. Back. That's all fake ass shit. We didn't really want Stafford. And what does that tell us about Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy Bridgewater. Imagine being Teddy Bridgewater right now. I feel I don't feel anything. He doesn't care. Him. He's counting his money, man. He don't care. I know yeah. he's not uh, caring, but he's like, have you ever seen million dollars next year? Yeah, it was the last time that you saw a team smear their quarterback that they might have to. If you paid me $68 million. You can talk all this. I shit cannot about remember a time in the world. I cannot remember a time in the world where the where it was so blatant that we didn't like want what him. we have been saying seven months ago. It was like what Cody was saying in September is like the Panthers organization is saying right now. They're not supposed to be saying that though. <laughs> they are like, yeah, we need a quarterback like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That's like what they're saying right now. Yeah, well, and what's- they're, they're, they're allowed to say that. Yeah. But, no, but they're, they're not supposed to. I'm, we must well, allow no. to. I'd rather be, have humility. No, I think it's the right know. thing to say, but tell me another organization that has said that with no plan going forward. The Rams just did. The Lions did. No, the they Lions. made a trade. They made a trade for it. Like they had a, they didn't go. Look, right, actually, this, is a, example. Example. this is a great example. This is a great example. What I'm saying, the Rams, uh, McVeigh is like super player supportive of this and that, right? Like he's your, like he always falls on the sword. That, and this past year, he was like, if we had better quarterback play, we would have won. And guess yeah. what the fuck happened? They traded those bitches out. Right. Panthers have been like this. They have not been like, oh, well, we got to get better as a team. Oh, well, we got to make sure that we do. We put Teddy in a place to succeed. They have been like this. I heard Matthew Stafford might be available. Uh, like they have been so. I've never seen an organization. Actually, I won't say I've never seen. You tell me the organization that has been this kind of openly negative on their quarterback that may have to fucking live with them next year. It's like fucking being the Cardinals. It's your wife, and you're about to get a divorce. You walked in her. And she sucks or whatever, and you still got to live with her for the next six months. It's true. I'll give, I'll give you two examples. Cardinals, right, Josh Rosen, and Carolina Panthers, Cam Newton. There's two examples right there of a franchise completely disrespecting a quarterback when they had, you know? 
And but, but did no, either of those players play on the team going forward? That's what I'm talking about. That's the difference here is that right. oh, we, have a, okay. we have a quarterback that is still on the roster that now knows that we don't want him. Yeah. Like, it's completely crazy. knows and that. Greg, he's over there doing but, the – what is he doing, Greg? But he, he He's counting money. Dude. He, he knows. <laughs> he, he's checking his bank account like, nope, still good, still millionaire. He's like, I got you a know? giant you-know-what <laughs> that I can't say because he, – He's Brady's rolling over in bed good. with three women right now. Like, come on, y'all. Don't, don't even to, worry about what they got to say. To add you know? to what Cody said about the good thing that we were trying to get Stafford is that makes a, that draws a line about what type of quarterback we want. We don't want somebody who is a game manager. We don't want somebody who's going to dink and dunk. We want somebody who's got the home room, home mm-hmm. run ball. Yep, That's what they want. And so that's good to see that our, our GM knows that, and he wants to have a good uh, a quarterback that can throw the ball farther than 25 yards down the field. Mm-hmm. So that's another good thing to look at, because if that's the case, I don't, I don't think these guys are satisfied. Mm-hmm. Like, And I really... As much as that's the weird that no, you're right, 100. And we're at a point right now, and this is a guess where I've been trying to not get the conversation to, but what I've been trying to say is that it's one thing for us to sit on here on this podcast and be like, oh, we can see this shit, but like we make all these aggressive statements, and we should, right? We're fans, we're coming at it from the fan perspective, we ain't trying to overly be you know, so objective, but at the same time, what we've been saying is so apparent. It's not even right. apparent to just us. Like it feels right. like, and now the organization the is not even like caring. Like they're like in the past, I guess what I'm trying to get to say is in the past, Bill Voth or whoever works for whatever would be like, Oh, your fans you are being so dramatic. You just want to get, you know, you want instant gratification. No, David Tepper, Matt Rule, and our GM have all said the same shit we've said. That's what it feels like. To me, it doesn't even seem like they're so in lockstep with with us right now, at least from the perspective of. They need to come on the show, these bitches, man. They've been listening. Do you do you if think, want them uh, to come on the show? Maybe don't call them bitches. That's hey, that's the start. Not come and stand up for your manhood, David How? Tepper. You're worth thirteen billion dollars. You scared of me calling you a bitch? Right. How how lonely must it be being Teddy Bridgewater right now? Right. You don't see like a lot of times you'll see. Look at Greg. Greg's over there going nope. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Think about it from this perspective. This is an ultimate. I want to be sport. lonely like that. <laughs> yeah, I want to be, be depressed. Like that the rest of my no, life. no, depressed like a big He's making giant some money. Bridgewater, dude. He's making some money. Don't get me wrong, right? But think about it from this perspective. When Tim, when Cam Newton was in the off season, you seen the receivers. Everybody always posting pictures, videos, talking about how great Cam Newton oh, was, yeah. and all this yeah. stuff. Like just loving on Cam Newton. Every other quarterback that is loved by their team is doing the same. Have you seen Robbie Anderson? Or 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 uh, DJ Moore or Curtis Samuel or Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey is almost on the other side of things, trying to recruit uh, Deshaun Watson. Right? I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's so many different things that point to this being such a lonely position for uh, Teddy Bridgewater to be in. Like so much so that even the picture that the <laughs> Carolina P- Panthers put on their article was Teddy Bridgewater standing alone, mm-hmm. like yeah. literally by himself with no camar- camaraderie or anything like that. 
Yeah. I, it, that's, that's just so, like, I cannot tell you right now, uh, in my deepest heart of hearts, I, I want to look into that article and think, the Panthers brass said, all right, media team, we need you to create an article that if we aren't able to make this Deshaun Watson uh, trade, or if we're not able to trade up to get one of the guys we want, we need to make sure they're braced for what's about to happen, mm-hmm. right? Because we may have to go forward with this guy. But mm-hmm. I truly believe this organization is going to do everything in their power to make sure they have the guy they want moving forward. And that's not going to be Teddy Bridgewater. You can't, you cannot go into a season and where these guys are trying to get paid on your offense, right? DJ Morris going into a contract here. We have not exercised the fifth year option on him yet, by the way. So that's another interesting storyline. Um, and then you have Robbie Anderson. These guys are all playing for their futures. And if you go into this season with Teddy Bridgewater, you're not going to have a happy roster on your squad. On, on your squad, right. you're just not. I, I I agree with you there, CK. You, you have some great points about him being lonely. You're absolutely right, and he, I'm guarantee he is because he's definitely not like on the field. But once again, I think at the end of the day, he probably just doesn't care because sixty eight million like, dollars buy you. It'll it'll buy you a lot of friends. Do you remember you, know? uh, so, you like cartoons and shit like this, Greg? Do you remember uh, what was it, Duck? DuckTales? DuckTales yeah. and their uncle. Remember their uncle was Scrooge yeah. McDuck or whatever, yeah. and he used to swim through his money? Yeah, that's my favorite gif is him diving into the money. And then Peter Griffin that's, doing it and breaking his body. That's Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> that's Teddy Bridgewater just swimming in his money. He's like, I'm so lonely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in dang, I had a good point about Teddy Bridgewater and him being lonely and that, that I was sitting here holding and holding and holding. Right. And now oh, he started no. talking about Scrooge McDuck and I forgot. I'll remember it. I do want to bring up one thing Cody was saying earlier, though, talking about Matt Ryan and how they're going to sign him and how that makes him feel better. That does not make me feel any better because every, every, every team now is trying to do this draft a good quarterback and make him sit for a year behind a veteran. And then after that year, Mm -hmm. put him in or halfway through the year, put him in if you need to, but wait a year. And to be honest, most of the great quarterbacks in the league did spend a little bit of time on the bench. So I, them okay. them going with Matt Ryan for one more year does not assure me at all that they're not drafting a quarterback. In fact, Good it point. makes me think they Good might point. be a little more, to be honest with you. Yeah, I so think they're going even, after a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So then even more, like even I maintain. <laughs> That's why I don't think we should move in front of that. The Panthers need to get their asses to number two or number three. Not happening. And, and, and another thing, another thing too, might. we need the to realize. Maybe. We – for for what? I'm why? telling you why we're going to trade that. Here, you want to know why? This is exactly why. So, if Greg is right, and which I think I'm I'm leaning to he is, is that really that these teams are straight up, there's a lot of quarterback needs ahead of us. Yeah. Even the teams that barely need a quarterback still need, like Miami. Yeah. Right? They barely need a quarterback. They still need a quarterback. Right? So, but we don't know the that they're going to take them. No, the odds of Trey Lance or Zach Wilson falling to to seven or eight are ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, I feel like there is. I feel like I'm sorry. I feel like this is going to be a draft where we get quarterbacks in the there's going to be four quarterbacks in this first seven picks. It could be. Maybe I'm wrong. But what I'm saying is this, is that, and what we were talking, oh, so why we need to trade back is because if we pick a, how about this, is what if we, what if uh, Trey Lance fell to eight and we go, you know what, we don't really like him, we're going to get this corner. 
or we're going to get this offensive lineman. Right. The fucking fan base would go bullets. No. We would go nuts. Yeah, furious. But and and it might even be the right decision. It might be the right decision, but we would have Cody Lashnick coming on this podcast the next week saying, you fucking dickheads had a chance and you couldn't do it. This and and I, would be right. I think I this, would be right. I think if we can't get Zach Wilson, which I don't think we're going to be able, I don't even think we have the assets to trade up to three. But if we, my point is this, is what if you traded out of the eight spot and then you didn't have to deal with the conversation? You didn't have to deal with Cody Lashney saying, look, you know what the worst thing would be? The riots would occur if we get to eight and you had a guy that we're kind of okay with. Tell me, like, you got Mac Jones or this, and they pick a – who or who is it? Who's the guy? Trey Lance? I guess Trey Lance would be the guy. And then you say – and then we pick Sertan. You know you would be up here, the podcast, the next week saying, yes, Sertan is a beast-ass motherfucker player, but we missed our shot. If you trade back – you don't have to have that conversation. But you also don't get that elite, that pot, that one of those top elite players should be trained back. But you know, he talked about, it's, yes, it's, it's a, I it's would a new error here in Carolina. We're, we're resumed. And I, I maintain that all Panther fans, I've learned this, have a certain level of PTSD built into their psyche, whether they know it or not. Okay. Panther fans are not used to good trades like that happening for us. Like a big fucking blockbuster trade where we do something to get aggressive and get a good player on our football team, specifically when it comes to a quarterback. I genuinely, yep. I think that's Panther fan PSD. What's the all highest the, thing the, you on, think you can move the, up here, though? What legitimately? What is the highest number you think the Panthers could move up to? So yeah, I want I want to accept your position, Cody. All right, okay. so fine. Call you're calling us pussies, basically. So tell me, what's the highest number we could get to? So, yeah, we could get to, I think, um, there's actually a few different scenarios. But I can see us getting to three more likely. But I can also see us um, getting to two. And it actually, No, there's no uh, way we're getting let, to two. Let me two, tell you how. Man. So, oh, uh, okay, listen. Um, if, if the Jets, okay, well... It, let me make it clear. It involves the Houston Texans, right? So if we're going to move up and uh, if we don't get Deshaun Watson, we need Deshaun Watson to go to a team that is ahead of us, preferably a team that has a quarterback that they're willing to ship out to Houston. And that's important, and I'll explain why. So, okay, let's look at the Jets and the Dolphins sitting at two and three. The Jets have Sam Darnold who, you know, say what you want about him, has shown flashes and has done some good things. But again, it's a rebuild. Or you have the Dolphins that can send over to attack Valoa, which is, you know, only one year in the NFL. The, the Texans would be like, okay, at least we have something at the quarterback position. We need the Houston Texans to get back in front of us so that way they have some options at a quarterback and we can offer the chance to give them even more draft capital after having already made the trade that they just did by offering them to come down to eight where Carolina is and us move up. And again, Greg and CK are kind of thinking the same thing I am, that 
even with them going with Matt Ryan, that doesn't preclude the Falcons from not going quarterback. Mm -hmm. So um, I I genuinely think that. How do we get to three? I feel like you just gave me a scenario. Dolphins. If my uncle was a person who didn't know their sexuality that walked into a bathroom and walked out. So you're trying to say this is that they're going to stick with Tua and we trade there. That's all. That would be the scenario. Because then they can get offensive line receiver. They can get all the shit that they don't have. If they traded with us and they would have their, I feel like they would have their choice in offensive line from uh, what what was that guy's name? Um, uh, Sewell. Who's supposed to be really good, and then you've also got uh, got uh, Darasol. Is that his name from tackle? From so you've got two guys in the top that are gonna that could go in the top eight, but you can still get one of those guys, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think that they they stick around with Tua because I think one year is not indicative Why? of how good. Just are professing what you guys. No, no. Listen, he he was what what what, what position was he drafted last year? I was all about to. He yeah, was, what do you mean? Yeah, he was like five. The top five. Right? He was, he was five and Herbert went just, six. Just because he came in in his rookie year, halfway through, like he was thrown in. He wasn't even groomed as the starter throughout the entire offseason. You can't put uh, one bad season on. I mean, if you want to go by that, Peyton Manning shouldn't have started the next year. Fair point. No, it's not a fair. Well, I just I will say going by only that. I disagree with that point. Number one, because when you looked at Peyton Manning, yeah, he was on this shitty ass team and this and that, but you still saw a quarterback who was fantastic. But he also threw more more interceptions than he did touchdowns. Sure, he did. He did. Um, I actually agree with you that it sucks if you're Miami and you got to cut bait. I just don't think one year makes sense. But and I agree with that. I agree with that point, but what I disagree with is that everything, it's kind of been like the Panthers. Everything coming out of Miami is saying, ah, yeah, he's a quarterback for now, this and that. The players aren't impressed by him. Nobody, just two weeks ago, Cody Lashley's up here like, meh, 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 yeah, uh, yeah. to a So why I think you guys are kind of projecting the desire for Tua to work out, which I really am one of those people. I actually like give, I was just last year, the guy that said, I wanted Tua, 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 Tua. And I will be honest. It's emotional. All this shit was emotional. I was just coming off of the win, win. This guy got the crosses on his face. I thought he was going to be the next Russell Wilson, whatever. But two weeks ago, Cody Lashley's up here going, he can't get it done. And I think the Dolphins are saying that right now. And that's why I just don't believe that it's that easy to move to three. But haven't you seen maybe if the Dolphins Dolphins acquire Deshaun Watson, then we'll talk about that. But I don't think, I don't know how we're going to do it. That's my. I mean, I just think there's too many players that that have had a, a, a mediocre first year and then came out and just blew it out of the water the yeah, second year. I agree with that. Like, that's yeah. why I would not be upset if we yeah. got to it. I'm, yeah. I'm ready to try to help. I no, just man, feel like I'm getting this sense from Miami that they're interested in fielding the next, next three years or two. Do you think they would trade to it? What do you, do you think, think they would? Yes, trade? if they want, if you if you think they would trade the 
three pick. Yeah, just like the Cardinals. I think it would be those. easier to trade for Tua than it would be for the three pick. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's so too. But yeah, because yeah, again, it's just then like with him having the three pick. Yeah, it would be the second yeah, yeah. third round pick, just like the Cardinals gave up for uh, Josh Rosen, or the Dolphins gave up for Josh Rosen. So does that mean we the Dolphins would have the third and the eighth pick, and we would get Tua in that situation? Yeah. No, 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 like no, 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 that's, that's, a, that's a good trade. Remember, no, Cody, listen, Cody has college hate. Cody brings his college hate. Into college the NFL. Hate. My, dude, yeah. my, listen, my college yeah. team smashed him in the fucking national championship. So I don't have any reason to hate the brother. Why? Why I'm would you lose shit. your mind? Tell me because why. This is what it is, and why? this is why I was right on Justin Herbert. You would rather yeah, us trade right seven first-round picks no, for Zach Wilson. What I'm telling to you is physical traits mm. matter. They matter all the time, and especially in today's NFL. You can try and uh, elevate these quarterbacks that, oh, they're good in rhythm or they're really accurate or whatever. No, but you need a quarterback that can drive the football into tight windows at every level of the field. And it doesn't matter. And it doesn't He's matter. My point. No, I understand what you're saying, but what I'm saying now, Miami it, does. They need a quarterback. If you oh, feel this, this passionately here, the Panthers Miami doesn't want to trade out of three. The pan. Okay, but listen though. So you have to think of it. the The Dolphins had Josh Rosen, uh, and, and uh, they traded him away. Fitzpatrick. That was nothing. They brought him in. Then they drafted to attack of Iloa. Like, we didn't draft him. That's a bad look for them to give up on him in a year. It's not and like they have trade the, an eighth pick. Yeah. yeah, it's not like they have the number one pick in the draft and they mm-hmm. can take Trevor Lawrence. Like, yeah, then whatever, you move on from Tua. But it, again, you're, what I'm trying to say is, is that they made the bet to draft Tua. I think that they have reason to believe that if they give him more time, put better pieces around him, that they might be able to make something out of him. Yeah, yeah. But they made that deal. We didn't make that deal. They made that deal. So they need to live with it, or they need to trade him to the Texans so they can decide what they want to do with him. And apparently they want to build the Boy Scouts of America over there with a bunch of Christians that love the Lord and two would fit right in over there. Who? Who would trade for him? Uh, dude, uh, the Texans, they had this dude named Jack Esterby. He was a chaplain for the Patriots. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And now he's like, damn, they're calling shots over there in Houston. So, dude, they would love a choir boy like Tua. Yeah, um, I, I think that, you know, I could see that happening. Um, I don't think any team is going to trade uh, a significant draft capital for him if they're giving up on him after a year. But I don't think that – I I truly believe – I can see the Miami Dolphins sticking with Tua – not drafting at three because guess what? Even at three, Zach Wilson is a question mark. He might have traits, but at the same time, he's just as much of a question mark as Tua was. Mm-hmm. Right when we talked about it last year before Tua, I said really I don't, enough. I don't like Tua, and and you know I don't think that he's going to be a, a quarterback. I think he's got too much of an injury history, and it's not going to be worth it. All right, and there were plenty of people. I'm not going to say that I can't remember who it was, but I remember there was arguments on this podcast about he's he's a good he's a good quarterback. He's going to work out in the NFL. 
that he's going to make it happen. <laughs> and I didn't believe it, right? Yeah. But I don't think that if I you're going to draft him, I, you know, you got to think this is the same organization that drafted him last year. This is not a different front office, right? They still see those same traits in him. They, there's no reason why they wouldn't. One year, like that's like giving up on Isaiah Simmons after his rookie year. But the Cardinals did it to Josh Rosen, didn't they? They did. And that was because I, of plans. I mean, it, 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 can ha- it can happen, is what I'm saying. Right, it can right. definitely happen. Right. Listen, and they set the precedent. Mm-hmm. So if you see another dude, it's a copycat yeah. league. If if they saw one team move on from another quarterback and it benefited them, they'll say, well, then okay, I can do the same thing. Yeah. Right now, we really don't know. I genuinely think, uh, and listen, we haven't even talked Give me Tua. I want Tua. It sounds uh, like this. Shut up. You know what? Give me Tua right now. <laughs> Would, you trade like Tua? Would you trade a second for Tua? Would you trade a second for Tua, Cody? Yeah. You give him the 40th pick for Tua? That, now, let's, that's a good talk right there. See, we get a, a better player. We get a better player. I mean, yeah, we don't have to give up all this and, shit. Yeah, and because he's no, younger like, and cheaper than... than than Teddy Bridgewater, but look, let me be clear with you. I don't, see, athlete, really, I don't see. Uh, I mean, Teddy, Teddy took off for some first. People down. all hate Tua right Tua now. Tua can throw it down no, the field. Three years Tua. ago, we were all like, Tua is the fucking. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like that's. that's I was the... I said Tua was, was good. Yeah, bro. you were. After after he won the national championship, he came up in. Everybody was like this. He can make the throws. He can do this. He's got this winning gene. He's the next. I never said that shit. I never said that shit. You're going to make me pull the tape. You know know I'll pull the tape. (laughs) It was after after the joint where they beat Clemson, bro. Greg's going to cancel all of his shows today, all of his shows this week, just so they can go back and watch the last three years of podcasts and find out which one. Find that podcast after he won the the national. It was the year before last. Last an entire day. Year before the draft. It was the year where it was the year where they he went back in. I spent an entire day listening to three shows like two weeks ago, tracking tracking down tape so that way I could be like, oh, you 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 did it. Greg will find it, but no, 2017, they won the national championship when he was a freshman against Georgia. The next year. Clemson demolished them yeah. in the national championship. Tua has never that was beat Watson. Eighteen. What happened in that, 18? that was the Watson's team? What it? happened in eighteen? No, uh, Trevor Lawrence beat Tua. Okay. Trevor oh, Lawrence. Tra- 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 yeah, Sean Watson was five. Trevor years. Lawrence. You won two in a row. You won eighteen and uh, seventeen no, and eighteen. Alabama won seventeen. Uh, Clemson. Won Who was the quarterback then? Trevor Lawrence and Tua. But okay. Clemson was Trevor Lawrence and Tua was. A sophomore in 2018, and then uh, last year was LSU and Clemson. I feel like so there was a year where everybody, yeah. where everybody was like, Tua can do everything. I was. No, oh. because can I disagree with CK? CK said that. No, you no can't difference. disagree with people. You're not allowed to do CK that. CK said that there's no difference between the film of like uh, Zach Wilson and. and Tua I'm not Zach saying that. But yeah, but what? But that's well, good because that fundamentally isn't true. Like Zach Wilson, his ability to make throws off of platform, uh, down the field in the tight windows. Like the BYU receivers were not as good at separating as Jalen yeah, Waddle yeah. and Devontae Smith and Henry Ruggs, and they didn't have a bunch of gangster ass offensive linemen uh, around him either. But a no. tight window throw is a tight window throw. It doesn't matter what division you're in. 
And like that's why at, at some points like Tony likes to make fun of Trey Lance for playing at NDSU. But you know, when hey, I Where's that at? Where's that at? North, North Dakota State University. Uh, but but dude, my, my point my dad used to drive uh tractor trailers in the seventies and he told me and he had to do it in North Dakota. He said the first thing he did when he got to North Dakota was take a piss outside to see if it would freeze before it hit the ground. I said, well, did it? He has, it didn't take long for it to freeze. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, I, I, I don't think that they're the, the tape matches one another, certainly. But I do say that you have a bigger question mark because right now you, you kind of got an idea about what you have in Tua. You really don't know what you have in Wilson until he's on the field with NFL players. Yeah, no. right? 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 You really don't. You've seen some of the best prospects in the NFL fall flat on their face as a quarterback. Sure. I'm just saying. I mean, you're trying to tell me that homeboy is as good as uh, James Bradbury. What? You didn't see that headline today? Oh, man, no. Well, you, you got mentioned in Twitter, I feel like, Sports Nut. By the way, Sports Nut, when you at mention all of us in all this joint and you're still what they used to call an egghead, they, you can't call him an yeah, egghead. Really like, like come on. Like, just get a plain color. I don't care if it's like a just plain blue or uh, something. But like I, every time I look at it, and it was just referencing how great of a pick James Brown, like he was the steal of the offseason. That's all I'm saying. It's like yeah. a nobody who came out of a second school who is awesome. But still, Trey Lance, we're not going to be in that conversation. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. But We're not going to get Trey Lance at eight, I so it'd be like easy. It would be easier to I get to. Uh, it would be easier to trade back. I, I genuinely feel like we have seen in the past week uh, a, a bunch of headlines that should say that teams in front of us aren't going to draft a quarterback. But now that they fired Doug Peterson, not going to happen. happen. They're all drafting quarterbacks. Right? I think the Eagles and, are sticking around with Love or, or, uh, or yeah, Wentz. Yeah. Not, and, yeah, and by the way, so the they Lions can't get off that contract. Though. Look, Goodness gracious! The Lions just traded or Love is it Love for Jared Goff? Like yeah. they took his money, that contract off their hands. Like in my mind, they're going to build around. Goff, or at least tried to, which fucking mm. good luck with that shit. But <laughs> you know, like that's now that's two teams right in front of us that we know or have a good inclination that they might not take a quarterback. Yeah. So I mean, J- J Dub just said Trey Lance is so trash. Oh, dude, which I don't even. Look, I've never all even. These, all these. No, I have. Man. I have never even seen my man play. But there was one stat you told me. You said he threw no interceptions that, yeah. that no, one year. Zero. Right. I mean, so I got to say this is you might not be the next Dan Marino, but you ain't trash if you throw no picks. And by the way, homeboy right. was throwing the ball downfield, bro. He wasn't He wasn't pussyfooting with these Teddy Bridgewater underneath <laughs> pass. okay? When you throw down the field, that's when you get intercepted, and Trey Lance wasn't intercepted. Like, I mean, right. listen, he only played one season, but it is what it is. The guy flashes every physical trait that you would want to see from the quarterback position. Yeah, you know, goes through his reads. And go, I've watched every snap for literally every single snap from that one season that he had. 
And dude, the guy, he has it, man. He has all the tools. Like you have to look at it like a, a block of clay. You have to mold them into the finished product, but that is a premium piece of clay that you're going to have to mold. So yeah, man, I don't like whatever. Yeah, he could bust, but a lot, all these players could bust. Trevor Lawrence could bust. Yeah. Justin Fields could bust. Like there is no such Two thing. To attack of a lower could bust. Bet. The number is 252-228-5098. Smash the thumbs up button. Let's go ahead and get into the cat calls. Your thoughts on cat calling? Yeah, it's pretty sh- You shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel? Uh, very uncomfortable. So how do you think cat calling makes the person feel? It feels two, good. Like- and a three and a four and a Cover me for a sec. Yo, what's up, guys? It's Nick. Hey, uh, so was just looking at something, and Teddy Bridgewater was drafted number thirty-two in the draft. Okay, back in 2016. So, look at the guys that we're interested in. Okay, Deshaun Watson was picked in the low teens. Guys like Patrick Mahomes, uh, Lamar Jackson, that sort of deal. All the good quarterbacks are drafted high. We do not want to be picking a quarterback Hmm. further back in the draft. Do we want another Teddy Bridgewater? Do we want another Will Greer? Just wanted to throw that out there. Love the show, guys. Keep coming. Uh, I mean, real, real, real quick, kind of touch on that. He, he is right. There are some great quarterbacks that are drafted late in later in the teens in a higher first round, but it doesn't always work out like that. Just like a first, you know, top three pick doesn't always work out. It works out more rarely like that, that you find a guy in the 20s or 30s or teens even that's going to be a franchise quarterback than drafting one, two, or three. It just just works out more, you know, one, two, or three. Yeah, yeah, you're going to get some busts, but I can go off and list a ton of quarterbacks that were drafted in the top three that'll smash whatever list of quarterbacks that are drafted 15 or above. I promise you. You know, so, yeah, I I get his point. It's a fair point, but in the long game, that it doesn't play out like that. Sometimes you get a hit like that, but... You know. All right, let's go to the next call. Hey guys, it's Chuck from Elizabeth City. Um, Yo, I'll Chuck. Make a couple calls this week to you guys. I kind of wanted to start today. Um, I know we're entering free agency after looking at the Senior Bowl, spotting some guys. We can talk about that later. But I look at our free agent list, and everybody knows that Taylor Moten is the number one guy that we've got to resign, even if we've got to tag him. Um, I'd love to keep Curtis Samuel. I think we know how that's going to go. We just can't afford that, especially with McCaffrey coming back, because he's really going to cut into Samuel's totals as far as catching the ball out the backfield. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely going to lose guys like Mike Davis to uh, here Whitey. We don't have to worry about him. He's a free agent. Don't think you got to worry about picking him up. Thank okay. Jesus. <laughs> I think we could probably end up losing him, letting him go. But there's a couple of the guys on the list I looked at. I knew Rasul Douglas would like to have him back. But I think it's going to come with a price. Two guys I really would like to re-sign, and I know one is kind of a no-brainer. My Franklin, JJ Johnson. Unless uh, we find a, a, a yeah, he's getting old. Somebody in the draft 
is a good uh, long snapper. <laughs> that long snapper is losing like his athleticism. The other guy, some people might be on the fence and think we don't need is a position that has kind of been aged out, and that's fullback. Alex Arnold. Oh, that was God. a really good draft pick. I believe it was a gentleman picked him in the draft. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. he's been like around oh, for like I think six, it was a six small years. Pick. I like his play. I know he's not all world or like a. Uh, the dude from San Francisco, Jerusik uh, or Jacek or whatever his name is, he's not the number one fullback. And I know some teams don't use a fullback. But I'd like to see if we can bring all my back. What do you guys think about that? It's one of the lower end for you. Just can we bring him back? Do you think we should bring him back? Thanks, guys. I want to go with a different name on on these lists. Is I like that Franklin kid who's been playing uh, – I think he played some free safety or something like that. I think Corn Elder is another in person. Uh, I know that Panther fans love to shit on him because Ron Rivera threw him under the bus coming off an injury, and then they put him against Julio in man-to-man, and he hadn't played in a year and a half. He was basically a rookie on his first play, and they put him on an island against Julio Jones. And then Ron Rivera shit, in him, shit on him on the press conference afterwards. So I like Cornelder. He was rated very high against by Pro Football Focus, which we know is dubious in some ways. Franklin, uh, Elder, I like uh, Rasul Douglas potentially coming back. And how do you live on a roster so long if you're with that fullback? How has he been? Out of all the people we've cycled through, we barely had a damn tight end this year, and Alex Arma's on this team. And I'm not saying he shouldn't be, but what a – it's like a clap. I'm, like, applauding Alex Arma for being on the 53 for four years straight. Yeah. Especially when our I'm offense in life, like – uh, this is not a power run offense. Right. You know, like we use Christian McCaffrey in a lot of different ways. We kind of had to a little bit with Mike Davis, but the fullback, even before we drafted one, or signed in free agency, it was kind of being aged out. So yeah. I also don't think the fullback in this day, in this day and age, is a, is a like you said, it's, it's being aged out, but it's, it's, you're not going to win your game with a fullback. So if you can get a guy who's serviceable, there's no need to go looking for anybody else. And if you've got a guy who's been with the team a few years, understands the culture, the playbook, and everything else, keep him. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with signing one. a tight end that could do both. Oh, it yeah. was J.J. Jansen. That was the other one. J.J. Jansen, come on. Who said he was getting old? Who said that? Was it, you 35 old for a football player. I'll give you that. What is, but yeah. he just flicks the football. No, 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 no. That's not all he does. If he's a long snapper, mm. how many times has he been down the field before <laughs> anybody else? Like you have, if you're a long snapper on a punt, on a punt, like, dude, you've got to be, you cannot have you gotta a be athletic. Person. You got to be youthful. You gotta you've got to be. You've got to be, dude. Like you can't. <laughs> You really, you have to be a pretty, you know, uh, athletic guy because how many times, even last year, J.J. Jansen made an incredible play because he was one of the first guys down to the field, right? But, like, as you get older, man, that, that's why you don't see these long snappers play a tremendously long season because you have to be extremely athletic. And these are hard hits that you're talking about when you're doing the punt, punt uh, the kick, uh, the punt, uh, when you're punting on your punt coverage team. 
right. Well, JJ Jansen, he's been with the team for like 30 Forever, years. yeah. It's been a while, time. dude. I don't right. want him to go, but at the same time, I get why he might. Where would he go? Who? I mean, like, is there a is there a a market for thirty five year old long snappers? Is there? Goodness, there might be. Oh, is there? Yes, no, right. Here. Are we having this long of a conversation about long snappers? What's That's how slow the news is, right. Cody. Next call. Oh, next call. Next call. It wasn't even a long conversation. This call could go on and on and on. Well, all right. So, like our long snapper. You started the long snapper talk, Chuck. Everybody's being torn in one direction. There's a, a little bit of. Um, angst and uh feeling of uh, just anxiousness i guess what we did with the quarterback situation we can go all the way back and look at cam what do we do what have we been talking about for the last four months to let him walk free agent (laughs) if uh we have brought him back you know with a cheaper deal we'd have been better off um but really it was time to kind of move on we just picked a bad time to move on and sometimes circumstances don't allow us to hit right at the right time um teddy definitely in my opinion is no doubt about it was a mistake uh, if anybody's a teddy supporter now i don't know how he can come back from this because in a lot of ways he uh, we're in pain for nation all the fans have thrown him under the bus now the owner the coach the new gm uh, not so much as the gm but everybody's kind of put it out there you're just not cutting the mustard um we made a play for Stafford. A lot of people didn't like what we're going to give up. I think we were very close to getting him. And I keep hearing a lot of people say he didn't want to come to us. I don't think he didn't want to come to us as much as I thought the Rams just sweetened the pot and it was too much. Yeah, to they gave a to, billion to picks up, and, and, and trade him to us. Yeah, he didn't um, have the no trade call, so he doesn't have as much power over that. that. Uh, and so I think we almost had the guy, and it wouldn't have been such a bad deal in my opinion. Now, you know, I said that kind of glad that we did move on the sean's going to cost too much guys and unless one of these four quarterbacks drop down and i don't even know if the fourth quarterback is really going to be the best option at eight i'm really for taking the left tackle and if we don't we trade back down bro. seven eight spots pick That's up another second we're, we're picking up we can get we're getting two offensive in this draft and um i'll be calling again but i just kind of want to put it right, out there thank it's you chuck He's going to call again. We know that. And second, thank you. The number is 252-228-5098. Smash the thumbs up button. Be a part of the conversation. Chuck's in there. Josh is in the chat room. Who else we have? We had uh, Josh is making a very weird argument. I didn't think that I didn't think he would be on that side of. All right. So, um, what? Oh, I was going to say Watson going to cost too much. If you think that. And not you. You guys don't think this. If I think that trading to three is impossible, right? Which I truly do. Like, I think there's too much. Getting Deshaun Watson is more impossible than that. And so I'm going to pass the mic to you on this, Cody Lashney, is that I don't think the Panthers can and have the assets to get Deshaun Watson. I think the Jets do. I think the Dolphins do. I think the Jags do. I just don't think we have what it takes. I'm not saying that we can't like we shouldn't be interested in it. I just don't think we have what it takes. They do. What would is, you trade you, if you are Jacksonville? Would you trade Jackson. the number one pick 
straight up for Deshaun Watson. No, and the only reason why I wouldn't is just because you're talking about a prospect like Trevor Lawrence, who is younger and cheaper. But Deshaun Watson is fairly younger, right? Yeah, like, and it's very close. Uh, Deshaun's very close. 25, Deshaun's 25, Trevor's 21. Um, so, um, I don't know. Like, my thing is, uh, apparently, like 21? is that child labor? Are there any child labor laws involved? If you're 21, you've been in the damn college national championship like three times. Since he was eight, yeah, since he was 18. Uh, 17 years old. He was like, I graduated when I was 16. Dude, he's, he's a fucking beast, man. Um, and he's worth it. Uh, that's the only. What is more plausible? Like- How about this? Let me ask you this: What's more plausible, getting Deshaun Watson for the Carolina, the Carolina Panthers? What's more plausible, Deshaun Watson or the number three pick? Look, man, I don't know. Can I say that I've seen a bunch of people, like legit analysts, have mentioned our names heavily? Just today, Bucky Brooks. The three said- Panthers podcast. No, no, uh, no, yes, no, yes, we definitely. But I, I've seen I'm Ian Rapp, Greg, he, uh, Greg's he right. And, he and Rappaport has specifically mentioned us as a destination. He said Teddy's a fucking bum. But, but if you pay attention to Steve Green Panthers podcast, Panthers fans hate Teddy Bridgewater. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Panthers. I didn't think Ian Rappaport. But so listen, whether or not it's. It's, um, you know, whether or not I think it's going to happen, so many respectable people continuously put our names as one of the teams yeah. that would be um, highly interested in trading for Deshaun Watson. And I think the aggression in which they went after Matt Stafford should say that, yeah, we're probably going to be willing to give up um, a good bid for Deshaun. And listen, like <laughs> – I'm telling you, man, unless I see something that it's like the first round picks for another decade or fucking something crazy like that. Like, there's not much that I'm going to see that's going to make me flinch. Let me put it to you this way. The trade that I put forward on this show when I thought we had the third or fourth pick and I wanted to trade everything for Trevor, like that would have been a far worse trade even still then whatever the Panthers would have to give up to get to Sean right now. Like I, and I tried to tell you guys this when I was posting the posing the Trevor Lawrence trade, those first and second round picks, man, they go fast. Like dude, 2018 that, 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 I mean, I still I like this. remember, I still vividly remember games from the 2018 season. Those two years of, of first and second round picks that come and go in no time. And in return, you got All a right. franchise quarterback. I um so one, I almost feel better about giving up multiple ones than I do about your offer of the full draft. And my friend said this to me. So he said, because mm-hmm. this was weeks ago, like right when Watson came out and said, I want to trade. Like it was like two or two and a half weeks ago. And we're on pirate radio. And he's the host of Pirate Radio Live. He asked me, he said, is three number ones too much? You know, like we're we're talking about this. What is the too much? That's what it is. It's a breaking point. It's just like when you're not ready to pay the money, you like the product, you like the car. 
It's like, what's the number that will put you over the edge to where you will not buy it? And we were talking through all of these things, just like you've talked about. But he said this is that I know it sounds like a lot, three number ones, but one of them is this year. So you're like, you get Deshaun Watson, you get the shiny toy right now. Yeah. And And like you said, but I think setting like seven picks back where you get no middle, you don't get an opportunity to draft a chin. That's almost more detrimental. Right. Like if you knew you were getting your big time stud in the first and you said, we don't have a first round pick for the next two years. I know it sucks and you don't get to dip your toe in that elite athleticism, but you can find some good players. It's a very good player. Can, can I, while we're sitting here talking about this, did y'all see the trade offers, the possible Carolina Panthers trade offers I shared in the chat the other day? Can I share those on the screen? Let's talk please. about those. Which ones yeah, are possible? Please, please. You said I could share, right? Let's see. Share. Share screen. Can we listen to the next call as you figure the yeah. share out? Yeah. All right, I think it's Chuck. No, it's G. Hey, man. Congratulations to Matthew Stafford. You know what I'm saying? You know, I think Detroit moving to LA. You know, one out of that out of that trade, whatever. If y'all actually looked at it, we were going to get him. That's what the internet said. They were saying that we had permission to get his medical records and everything, but fortunately LA put up you know what I'm saying, more I guess capital, I guess. But anyway, man. I can't wait for this draft. You know, what does this tell us about Scott Federer, though? I really don't want. I wasn't a fan of his at USC, to tell you the truth. But, you know, anything to win. As long as we get Teddy Bridgewater out, man. Mm. And I would love for Watson yeah. to come. It's I not happening. So many, Teddy Bridgewater's so going to be our quarterback next they want. I'm hearing they want two first-rounders, two second-rounders. And they want two young defensive players. And for the fans out there, there's no way in hell we're giving up Jeremy Chin and Brian Burns to get Deshaun Watson. I absolutely I'll give up J.K. Short, which I certainly mm. doubt will happen. And I'll give him Shaq Thompson. And <laughs> yeah, everybody would give it. Yeah, of course. I would also give away my old ass pair of Air Maxes. They got a hole in them. But um, I was going to ask Cody this is about uh, what was it, the beginning of his call? Let me say. Never Talking mind. about Matt Stafford and how we how we did the look for the match. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. So uh, that's exactly. Thank or you. Astro, yeah. um, see, uh, Cody, when you think about our GM, we just hired this. Dude. He's going to say, I'm, I'm going to be aggressive. I'm going to be on every deal. This and that. But I saw a couple people talking about like, oh, t- offering that for Matt Stafford. Did it change? Has did that the news of that potential offer change your position on, or how did it color your position on our GM, our new GM? Not change it, but how did it color? Here's it? a curveball for you. It do- it doesn't. Ne- to me, man, I think it's David Tepper. And that's a, that's a conversation that we haven't had yet, and I'm really starting to think. A lot of people that, have said this on we, Twitter. We, I've seen we, this. Got, we got the Jerry Jones of Wall Street 
here in Carolina. <laughs> yeah, it's not a Maybe. ridiculous. That's not Maybe. a ridiculous position to have. And, and, man, and, and listen, it's like uh, you know, David Tepper was the one that was originally dropping all the subtle hints and jazz yes, yeah. the press conferences nope. about about, Eddie, about so, yes. yeah, and the, the fact that listen, I, I maintain this, David Tepper. I don't care what you want to say about Matt Rule or Joe Brady or whatever. David Tepper had the final and the ultimate say so to move on from Cam Newton. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. So I, I, put on, not, I put that on David Tepper. This is the so podcast. I will not I don't even know. No, it's a, it's a I miss Cam so much. I love you. I it can't in, so much. It plays into what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, no. These are great decision. points, bro. He made the decision to move on from, from Bridgewater. Uh, I mean, yep. from uh, Newton, uh, he made the decision to transition to Bridgewater, and he signed off Truth. on and okayed paying him that amount of money. Truth, and true, now, all of a sudden, true. Here we are going, mm-hmm. going for Matthew Stafford, and dude, I think that David Tepper is just you know he's one of these Wall Street guys, man. He's been and watching this podcast, bro. Man, dude, he watched this podcast bro. about Teddy. He goes. Mm. I wish I would have kept Cam. But it it might also be true that he is a a shit talent evaluator. Exactly. That's what I wanted to get to because here's my thing. We already evaluated Teddy Bridgewater. He thought Bridgewater was the answer. And I can say Uh, the same thing about McVay. McVay drafted golf and they traded up for him, didn't they? They gave up a lot to get golf. And Wait, golf didn't work out. So when they look at Matt Stafford and then they say, oh, this is the guy. Well, you, you th- said that with golf, too, and it didn't happen. He even paid well, golf and it didn't happen. A little different. So I'm, I'm just but, saying it, it, yeah. it makes me question their judgment. Let's keep it about David Tepper. All the, all the decisions that David Tepper has made on quarterback have not been good ones. Agreed. Like they have not been good ones. Agreed. Like we, 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 we bro, it's only been one decision. That's it. One. It's been one decision. Cam and Bridgewater. One decision was to cut Cam and go with. It's a singular decision. Like a one. And Matthew Stafford. If you don't hold all the. the Matthew Stafford is two. All right, I don't believe that one. First of all, I don't believe the Matthew Stafford one. I truly don't believe. I'm not sure how. Yeah, we were real players in that joint. I don't believe that at all. Like it doesn't fit us. It makes zero sense. Yeah, yeah. Like I will ask them straight up. Like, how solid is this info? And I'm not saying that they're just making shit up. I am not saying that they're just fictitiously throwing her name in there. I'm not trying to say that. I don't believe the Carolina Panthers were a serious player for Matthew Stafford just because I don't think it was a great fit for us. And I mm-hmm. am a Matthew Stafford proponent. Like, I am I got no problem with homie. Right. Like, right. I'm not trying to say he does. I just don't think it was a great fit for us, That's right. particularly where we have $20 million on Teddy Bridgewater. But you're mm-hmm. letting that cloud your vision, though, because you're saying because he's not a good fit that David Tepper wouldn't execute that, that we wouldn't go out and get uh, Matthew Stafford. But no. If he's not a good fit, why would we go get him? The other way, the Carolina Panthers – even in spite of all that you just said, and you are right, Matthew Stafford is not a good fit for us here. But yet, if it is true 
then David Tepper once again signed off on a quarterback that would not fit this situation here in Carolina. Agreed. I like once again. But but here is that if I went to your to your life and your house was worth like two hundred thousand dollars and you were saying I'm gonna put it on the market and I said, Well, I'll give you ninety nine thousand dollars. I feel like that's what we did for Stafford. Yeah, like we kind of called to see what's up, but I don't think it was a genuine, real interest. I just don't look at how much the Rams gave up from. And we're trying to sit here talking about the Panthers being interested in him. Nah. All right. You don't believe it just because it's a bad fit? Like, I don't. Before, before you I don't think that problem. we would. I think we were trying to just bottom fish. You ever been like you just bottom fish? You're just trying to hope. It's kind of like you go say what's up to the girl that you know you ain't got a chance with, but you just hope maybe that she she's feeling bad about herself. If we, the part, and I think this is where Cody would be frustrated with the 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 decisions is if we actually offered our eighth pick. Like what if what if things had fallen through? That's not that bad. Hold on, hold on. What if things had fallen through with the Rams, and all of a sudden now we have to give away? Even if it is just our first and third pick, which I believe it would have been more, if the Rams were offering what they yeah. were offering, and yeah, that through, they offered you know, like seven picks, bro, yeah. and but two I, first, and and a quarterback in return that is definitely would be considered better than Teddy Bridgewater, right? So I mean, we were we were dealing with this at a handicap anyway, but I do believe that. We we were in on that. Like we, if we could have gotten Stafford for that first round pick and third and, and maybe something a little more, we would have done it. I really believe that because right now I think that their thoughts are that's an established quarterback that can lead a young team to possibly do something more than than he's ever done or that our team's done in a while. But I, like I said, I think that's where Cody's frustrated. But I I don't think that it's it's fair to say that even if we made that decision that 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 would have been a bad decision. I think that that Stafford clearly could have come in here and done some stuff. They're talking about even with uh, like Watson. They're talking about like the the odd like the number of games we would have won or that we would lift from where we were is five and a half more more games that we would have won is with having Watson on the team. Mm-hmm. And it's not much different with having Stafford. It was not quite that much, but not much yeah, I agree with all of those things. I just I, don't think we were gonna just pay do you think those numbers okay, are accurate? That there's only a no. It's just data driven. Yeah. Okay. So then, what does that even mean? Like, yeah, they, they, no, they no, are no, accurate. Yes, they are accurate. Yeah, you it doesn't put, mean nothing. If you put right. Stafford on this team, we're a ten win last year. Last year, I don't know what we're going to be next year, but last year, if we would have had Stafford or Watson, we're a ten plus win team. I can agree yeah. with that. I mean, I can well, say, yeah, I don't like know. our biggest weakness was fucking Teddy Bridgewater. Just yeah. very simple. I mean, and, to put it in perspective again, and we've talked about this, there were eight drives at the end of the game that would have given us a tie or the lead that Teddy mm-hmm. Bridgewater every yeah. time, Failed zero it. times out of eight, he was able to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that that Matt Stafford would have done all, all eight of them, but I can see a scenario where he got at least Two. half, possibly more. Four. Six, yeah, exactly. More than, than twos, baby. Mm-hmm. more than Bridgewater, less than Deshaun. Yeah. All right. Let's no, go to the I'm next call. Well, well, hold on. Before you go to the next call, you want me to share this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Because yeah, I had it all. I'll keep up. Okay, see, this yeah. is three. Oh, I, I yeah. Hell yeah. That you can. You guys sharing stuff is amazing. Do it. Share it. Go. So, do you guys see it? Not yet. He'll have to pull it in. Oh, okay. 
Oh, I gotta pull it. All right. Yeah. Oh no. All right. Thank so you. this this is the first trade offer. All right. Panthers get Deshaun Watson. We trade away our first and second round picks this year, next year, first and second round picks. Or yeah, oh, excuse me. Yeah, first and second round picks this year and next year. KK Short, Shaq Thompson, Teddy Bridgewater. So we yeah. give two firsts, two, two seconds, two seconds, two and, and a this is a rich ass deal, right? Mm-hmm. Now. This is rich. I, I don't. I don't mind this. The third one's my favorite. This is a lot. This is a lot. I, like lot. This I would I like say this, this is a little bit too rich for me. Yeah. I don't think it's too rich. I think I, this is. I think this is right where we. This is this money spot right there. I think. Yeah, I would, I would right. take that deal. That's a big deal. We're not picking. But we're not picking. Our our draft shows are going to be boring as fuck. But we would have Watson. Hey, Tony, our post game shows would be fucking. That's true. I trade those off. I trade those off. Tony, for the draft for the draft party, we would literally just pay play Deshaun Watson highlights for the entire time. Oh yeah, then we're like, don't get up. We'll see y'all tomorrow. One more thing thing about that last trade. Uh, If if we took that, that also takes three. Problematic contracts off of, off our, of our off of our yeah. cap right now. Uh, not yeah. as good as the third one though. That, that's my second K-1 favorite. K one yeah. short, Shaq Thompson, and Teddy Bridgewater is mm-hmm. all a bunch of money sure. that we're good burning. gasoline yep. on that money. Yeah, yeah. Smash the thumbs up button, folks. Subscribe yep. to the channel, and uh, <laughs> what's the next fucking deal? Cody, I'll Cody, you like, like this one, one more. Yeah, if, if you want to get rid of cap space, get some cap space, you'll like this some more. So we get Deshaun Watson, 20, 20, uh, 21, 22 first round picks, 2021 second, 2022 third, CMC and Gross Matos. Oh, how down for this. Fuck. Yes. I like this one better. Gross, I, I like I this one get- better. I think that two, like this year and next year's second, I want to make some noise in the second round. It's kind of like what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's like we yeah. got Moten in the second round. We got you can get bro. Um, yeah, you, you guys you know want to do you guys want to do Christian McCaffrey dirty like that? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like, don't give a fuck, uh, and, and that's so wrong. You're Ted, right. You're right. Bro. You're so right. It's like spending. It's like we're like. It's but he's a white awesome. privileged boy in a society. It's nothing it's about like, the uh, white. Nothing about none of that. He's a running back and he's overpaid. You don't feel sorry about him. Huh? He's overpaid, yeah. and I agree with Tony. <laughs> all of the, listen, all of these trades should have Teddy Bridgewater in it. I agree. No, nobody's I, taking I, I Teddy, too. bro. It hurts them. It well, hurts you just them. throw him in there to get him off your off your, your, your board. No, yeah, so. they don't want them on it. That's they why the last one, that's why on the last board. one, that th- that last one would have looked exactly like this one mm-hmm. with, all, with only two first rounders and one second rounder, mm-hmm. but we had to throw in Teddy Bridgewater, so that's why they needed right, that extra second Actually, before round. you move yeah. on, before you move on here is if I was ready, if I was the Panthers GM right here, what I'm trying to negotiate right here is this, is you either give us back that second round pick or the third round pick, and gross matos like you can't have all three of those things okay. it's uh, like like i got to either pick like let us keep the 2022 third round pick or gross matos 
But Tony, that's how you're not. Tony, you have to realize that. No, that he is not proving himself enough. We can hold on to him. We can hold on to him. That's why you're not giving away more. You're giving uh, two first round picks, but that's it. Like everyone else in the news has been saying three, maybe four first round picks Mm -hmm. for Deshaun. Like this is only getting away with sending them two first round picks. Why can't we keep Gross Matos or that third? I'm just saying, like, because the yeah, one of those have already said, all negotiated. The, the, the word, the word, the word on the street, the word on the street is the Houston Texans want young defensive players. Yeah, we did that one. Yeah, yep, their young was in there. What's the third one, Greg? What's the uh, third, one? third one? This one's my favorite one here. Uh, let's see, number three, we get Deshaun Watson. I like number two so far better okay. than number one. We get Deshaun Watson. They get our 2021 or 21 22 firsts. They get our 22 second or 23 third. Dante Jackson, Shaq Thompson, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, sign me up for this one. This I'll make my favorite one right now. All this, day. Number three is my keep, favorite. We get to keep bro. Christian. We get to keep our second round picks. And uh, we, we got rid of Teddy. I don't think this is <laughs> We don't even like this motherfucker. I, we like this one, but I don't think the, I don't think this is enough for Houston. I agree. I don't think it is either. I, this is my I, favorite I one because we give up the least. I feel, but I, I, I'm sure they see that too if they saw this offer. Yeah, you yeah. know this theory. So, do you think the league thinks more highly about Shaq than we do? No. Uh, no, I think we all. Do you I think, think the Panthers think more highly <laughs> about? I think Shaq the Panthers think more highly of him. Yeah. I'm willing. I'm willing. Yeah, but definitely. Herney, Herney might have thought more highly. Of him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like I right now, after this year, objectively, I think they probably think about Shaq Thompson. What we do is that he's a nice piece to have in your linebacker court. next to Luke Keekley. But he's not the. Yeah. <laughs> He's a he's nice not, piece to have beside Luke Keekley. <laughs> he's not the guy. He's not the dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's a he's a role player. And by the way, out of all those, number one in my opinion, even though it was the most in terms of draft, draft picks, capital. the mm-hmm. fact that it gets rid of so many bad contracts, yeah. number one is the absolutely one. Wow. Yeah, number one. And I can see that working. You know, outside of the fact that I think that the reason that it is so rich on the draft capital is because not only Ted, Teddy Bridgewater's contract, but it's also uh, the Kwan Short's contract. Yeah, Kwan Short hasn't played a full season in a while, bro. Like, and yeah. he hasn't been an impactful player in even longer. Love Short, man. I'm a big Short fan, but you're right. Mm-hmm. It's been a couple of years now. It's been two, and it's gone out of the out of the season early as well. And I'll, it's kind of like one of this. If he comes back right now, it's going to be a great story. It's going to be a great story if he comes. I'm not saying comes back like he can play. At some point, he's going to come back and play. But I'm talking about, like, if you come back and you're dominant like you were. He came in the same year as Aaron Donald, I think. And for the first two years. years, One year apart. KK was 13. Aaron Donald was 14. Was he 14? All right. So KK turned out to be, like, the second round Aaron Donald. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was... He was he was the Ollie's discount Donald at that point. Yeah. And he was dope as fuck from 12 13 14. He was killing, man. So I hope he comes back and does that. Do I think he can? I think he can come back and play. I just don't think you can bank on him being dominant. Next I round. wonder Oh yeah, good. 
Hey guys, once again, Chuck from Elizabeth City. Uh, great podcast, guys. So addictive. Thank you, Just, sir. Uh, calling in and uh, listening to you guys talk about, about topics about the Panthers. I'm calling in this last time to talk about the Super Bowl. Who do you guys Ooh. think is going to win? Who do you want to win? Thank First you, Chuck, for pushing the conversation forward. I don't like Brady. She's a part of the Super Bowl, and uh, I'm tired of hearing about him. And campus in the division. And I don't like the Tampa Bay bunch of queers. Chuck, bringing it. I love it. Chuck, don't be so. Tampa Bay bunch We won it five. Atlanta four. So crude. Bringing up the river three. Now, I say that because the last time the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the division, remember there were wild cards this year. The last time they won the division was 13 years ago in 2007. So they won. won the, uh, they did not really. They made the playoffs in those seven. I thought they haven't made the playoffs since 2021. Probably about five. 2021. But Tampa Bay. Thank you. 1990, 2000, whatever. That when they won the Super Bowl. Yes, that was fun. More championships than everybody else combined. The ones won. Of course, us in Atlanta haven't won one. So, yeah, they've got the championships, but they've been the weakest team in our division of the past 19 years in this division. Okay. I also would like to add that uh, if Tampa Bay loses, uh, kind of looking at it like this, that Tom Brady's got one more year on that contract. Yeah. Oh, he's coming back, bro. Tom Brady is playing next year, bro. And he needs to win a ring. Win or lose. going for him next year. And, you know, he's coming back at least one year because he's beat every team in the league. But (sighs) he's England. He's been New England's quarterback. You know he's going to want to play next year and beat Belichick. Where were you at, Cam? You were supposed to be bringing us to the title. Belichick did not beat Brady, and Brady beat Belichick. And that's going to be big for him next year. Uh, But I think for Tampa, to win the Super Bowl, if they don't win win the Super Bowl, all things are smashed. But if they lose the Super Bowl, they definitely are going to be paying attention to winning. All right, thanks, Chuck. Let me ask you this, Cody, about the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I actually don't give us. I have zero negative feelings towards Tampa Bay fans. Me neither. And, and actually, I feel guilty about that because I'm um, like, we got this podcast. We're gonna come up here. We're gonna talk shit, this and that about everybody. I hate. I hate the Falcons. I hate the Saints. I hate the Falcons the most. I hate the Falcon, the Saints just a little bit less. But, like, I don't even think about the Bucks. Yeah, if yeah. Anything, it's weird because, it's like, yeah, you are happy for them. Because, like, I, I was thinking I'm about not them. happy for them, but I'm not mad at them. I mean, I'm a little bit happy. So for, the reason why we don't hate them is because, like, they, dude, when they beat us, it doesn't burn because they're not dominant in this division. Like, they went to the Super Bowl forever ago with John Gruden. And they had Warren Sapp and fucking John Lynch. Twenty and years the, ago, and all these monsters. Ago. Yeah, and then the fucking goat comes to town, and and him and Bruce Arians take them to a Super Bowl, and they have a ton of talent. They don't um, have obnoxious uh, fans as, as much as you see with the Saints and the Falcons either. But, yeah, yeah no, sure. I like they're all they're the people. Tired. I like all of them. They're like, oh, nice. They're like, we won our Super Bowl. We like to watch football. Our team sucks. Yeah. But we want to be part of your like they're so nice. 
the question I have uh, going back to this is though is Tom Brady's coming back he, no matter what. Think about this. Why would he not? Oh shit! Oh yeah. Right, if he loses, if he loses this year, he he want he does not want to leave a loser. Tom mm-hmm. Brady does not want to leave a loser. He right. does. You just can see it. Second, if he wins, he gets a taste of the super success. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, not only did he get the seventh ring, but like, look, you you're in a good spot. We just won. I don't feel like Tom Brady can quit, win or loss. I think he should just go until the wheels start to fall off. Yeah. Look, at the, look at the Saints. You have like ten Super Bowl championships. Dude, look, look what look what the Saints did with Drew Brees the past two years and, and they've been dominant with the quarterback that looks like he was about to die <laughs> you know look what the broncos did with with peyton manning yeah he's coming back that's not even a question to me yeah. but going to chuck's question about this super bowl let me tell you some news came out recently that made me feel very different about this matchup and some of you might already know what i'm talking about but okay initially i thought dude I've said before that the Kansas City Chiefs are like a bomb. Once it goes off, they ain't no putting it back. Okay? Mm-hmm. The, the Chiefs can do that to well, anyone. It went off three years ago, bro. Yeah. So like, they cannot put it back. These assholes right. are unbeatable. But, 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 big ass butt, boy. <laughs> Their left tackle. Is out of the game. Oh, three, my Rimmers. Now they have my Rimmers. They got my Rimmers, yo. My Rimmers will be going one right. on one all night with Jason Pierre Paul. But in the older so, dirt, in JPP older dirt. No, I mean, like he's, 67. he's had a great year this year, man. No, he's had a great year. He is. But in like nah, 67. But I will yeah. tell you this oh, nice. old ass JPP in a wheelchair. With four fingers, two fingers. Yeah. Enough to beat we'll this out of my members. Big butt. Big butt to add to that. Patrick a Mahomes point, is Cardio. phenomenal yeah. rolling out to the right. Improvising, yep. And the right, the left, who gives a fuck? He nah. beats everybody. That's my point. Nah, I'm, I'm with you, CK. It's like... It's the right, the left. Who gives a fuck? It's is my point. He's also the best quarterback in the NFL. I am. I am. So I'm when not, I all right. Right away. Ass. One, two, three. Quick. No explanation. Who wins Kansas the Super City Bowl? Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas. I'm with. I'm at Kansas. Uh, you're the only one. Yeah, the Buccaneer or lonely? I, I, and, I, I Tom Brady proves that he is. I understand. The he is the greatest professional athlete of all time across any sport. I, think I agree. Like, I think that's a reasonable conversation. I'm coming back into this after the call, but yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Load your discussions up. We got to power these calls. What's good, fellas? It's Jason from Colorado. What's up, Jason? talk a little bit about the Deshaun Watson trade proposition. Um, After seeing the price that Matt Stafford went for, I think it was, what, two first rounds and uh, 
a second round, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I, I saw somewhere, and I know you can't put too much value on tweets coming from journalists that say they have the inside scoop, but allegedly the asking price for Deshaun was going to be something like two first, two seconds, and two young defensive starters, which that's a pretty tall price to pay, but one that, I mean, if you're locking down the guy, I think that's every bit worth the investment. Um, as far as potential defensive starters, I think that number one on the trade block ought to be Dante Jackson. Mm-hmm. I think that he is good enough to be a starter on a lot of teams, and he's young, but I have questions about his um, mental maturity and his ability to uh, hold up to pressure and to take criticism well. There's just just some maturity questions with him. Um, I'm And another potential young defensive starter that I wouldn't mind trading after this week may wind up being YGM. I heard that Gross Matos was implicated in some form of a hazing lawsuit against Penn State. And uh, I did some reading on it in my opinion and it's not worth much it sounds like the person who's filing the lawsuit might just be a bit sensitive to you know i i I think there's a line a fine line between bullying slash teasing and hazing hazing is a very institutional kind of organized uh ritual i should say whereas bullying happens everywhere and i I think it's, it's damaging to confuse the two um, I don't, I think the bullying happens, it's not acceptable, even though it happens everywhere, but to say that somebody, you know, I, I don't think you can file a lawsuit and say that somebody was being a booger to you on a football team. I mean, you, at some point it's a man's sport being dominated by some hyper competitive alpha males. And there's going to be, uh, yet the stratification, people are going to rise above others and they're going to, you, you know, That being said, if Gross Matos is the type of guy that's going to be um, abusive towards other people and, and even if he thinks he's being funny, not being able to, to draw the line, I don't know. Um, that's just some thoughts I'm having. I, you know, Dante Jackson, YGM, some, some draft picks and get Deshaun Watson. I honestly think that would give us, you know, it gives you the opportunity to plug in some people that you might not have heard of, some I don't know, let's say some undrafted free agents from Baylor and Temple. Like, <laughs> um, Question about that. Um, Cody, do you know anything about the Penn State stuff um, that was involved? I mean, we heard, and I'm actually less interested in Yotam Gross Matos and more interested in Penae Sul or whatever the whatever the person that's coming out of that, that seems to make the real story is connecting the new player to maybe an older hazing player. I don't know. I mean, is this, I don't even know what I didn't even hear about this. this You haven't heard about this. Well, no, like a hazing story. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you got to check. All right. Well, well, then we will uh, look, we'll load it up for next week. All right. You got to look into it. Is that um, there was is Pineo Sul from no Pineo is from um this is the left tackle from Oregon. Who's the guy from Penn State? The linebacker, like whoever Michael is going to be the first Parsons. That's it. sorry. So Parsons, somebody 
there has been a story that has emerged that ultimately implicated former Penn State players in these hazing incidents that were less than cool. Like, and to the point where Penn State could face some issue. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's not like a little thing. Uh, and I think it was that dude, that Parsons guy. I'm not 100 on that. But he's sitting there saying, I'm leaving and these motherfuckers fuck with me. And I think Yo Term Gross Matos was one of them. Like he's involved in the story, bro. Uh, look, you, we'll, we'll load it up for next week. Okay. Do you have we'll evidence that it is, or is that like speculation? No, the story. I mean, yeah, the only evidence I have is I read that story. That I mean, okay. it's like a real complaint. And before, it's a re- uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, and I'm not saying he's like a problem child, but he is caught up in some sort of. It would have been bad for us to want to like move on from him, right? Like to say that that might rear its ugly head. Like, yeah. I mean, but unless it had to do with like raping someone, then it's like it know. did. It was raping. All right, let's get the next call. Okay. Got a little cut off there, but uh, I just wanted to wrap up by uh, saying that I really appreciated the podcast last week and, and you know, the, the look at Scott Fitterer's picks. Um, I've, I'm really encouraged by what I've seen from him. It sounds like he, you know, the word that he put out was that Carolina was going to be in on each one of these deals. And so far from what I've seen, Carolina has been involved in all of these deals. We haven't landed any yet, but um, it's from the word on the street is that Carolina was a front runner for Matt Stafford and that he didn't want to come here. I wonder if that might have to do something with uh, the new coach that we just hired, uh, the quarterback coach that worked with him. I wonder if he just doesn't like that guy or, or what, because it seems like the, the Panthers are, you know, compared to some of the other quarterback destinations, aren't that, you know, aren't that bad. Um, at least they're a known quantity that, you know, with a positive front office atmosphere, um, there's less unknowns with our coaching staff. I mean, we don't have a whole heck of a lot of, turning coach or turnover in the coaching room, especially compared to some of the other teams out there. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, I love what you guys do with the podcast. Keep pounding. Wow. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys this. Or, you know, um, have you ever heard of at sports guy at the sports guy? It's a, uh, it's a boy. He is uh, the Israeli cat. That always uh, texts with everybody that's Panthers fans, and he does that round, 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 and the end of calls, and he's become almost famous on local radio. Shockhead. Yes, yes, yes. Shockhead. Thank you. Dude, I do not remember Shockhead's name. He used to be in a chat room like all the time. He, at least Dude, he- him and. Um, Travis, what what's the guy from WFNZ? T Bone, yeah. T Bone just announced today that Shockhead blocked him. It's like a big deal. That's a big deal, yo. Is that because T Bone takes on all these homies? He takes on these straight cats like Shockhead. He takes on the straight cats like um, 
Uh, who's that other guy, the Baker, Bruce Baker, Baker, or whatever, the guy that dresses up in these outfits and goes out with other people. Anyway, I'm uh, worried about Shockhead, so I'm ram, ram, ram to you. Uh, and thank you for the call. Any, uh, any thoughts as we move on? No? I, I got one thought for Cody. <laughs> Tom Brady's not the best athlete ever. Don't ever say that again. He's the greatest quarterback to play the game, maybe. Not the best athlete. Have you seen that guy run? I can outrun him. Any basketball players are better athletes. Hey, hey, Craig. Come on. I, hey, Come on. I, I might be the best quarterback ever. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what I'm saying is there is no more um, story. You're more athletic than, uh, than there him. There has never but... been a more accomplished athlete. Even if half of them were lucky and weren't his fault. The I'll word athlete is misleading. I agree yeah, I would with say Craig he's the there. greatest. He goes and say he's the most accomplished athlete leads us down a different road. He's not he's a the, physical freak, but listen, the man is an athlete. Yeah, he's the greatest quarterback. He, he is an athlete. He's the greatest football player, and he's also the greatest sports player He's the greatest quarterback. That's it. But isn't being an athlete? He's not. not there's good. nothing more than that. He is but nothing not, more than the greatest thing. quarterback. Isn't he's not athletic. All he's not the best players. sports player. Look what he's I did. not the best teammate. <laughs> no, no, and no. Golf he's just the greatest quarterback of the NFL. He, I, I, like I said, I, I'm not taking away from that. He is. He he is the goat. I can't. Yeah, I, can't I don't like I'm him. But I can't argue that credit. he is non-athletic. Half of his Super Bowls were not won by him. They were won by luck and a combination of a great defense and special teams. Oh, he's played stop with, he's, oh Dude, don't stop! Right. We'll go back and look at this. He's played with some amazing superstars in his life. Amazing superstars in his life, and he's playing on one of the best offenses in the NFL right now. Okay, talent wise, so every quarterback that's ever won a Super Bowl. You can do no, that that's not every true. Quarterback every quarterback that's ever won a Super Bowl is not have the offensive offensive guys. He's he the greatest right now. NFL quarterback. That's why I'm very trying to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. He is, and I want. I understand people are going to be like, "Oh, three Super Bowls, eight man, and he's a tactician." Oh, damn right, this and that. No, Tom Brady put the. Mm-hmm. I agree. He put it together. He got the results. By the way, Joey the Blackhawker is mad that uh, people are staring, stealing his uh, his roar. He might, he <laughs> might file the lawsuit. Uh-oh. Do it, yeah, man. Gonna... Do it. Sean Ken's ready to call you. Next call. Got a little cut off there, but uh, I just wanted to wrap up by uh, saying that I really appreciated the podcast last week and, and you know the the look at Scott Fitterer's picks. I think um, I, I'm really encouraged by what I've seen from him. It sounds like he, you know, the word that he put out was that Carolina was going to be in on each one of these deals. Tony, and making Cody our Carolina GM, has bro. been involved in all of these deals. We have Cody is our GM. But um, it's from the word on the street is that Carolina was a front runner for Matt Stafford. Yeah. And that he didn't want to come here. I wonder if that might have to do something with uh, the new coach that we just hired. Um, there's a quarterback coach that worked with him. I wonder if he just doesn't like that guy or, or what, because it seems like the, the Panthers are, you know, compared to some of the other quarterback destinations, aren't that, you know, aren't that bad. Um, at least they're a known quantity as that, you know, with a positive front office atmosphere. Um, there's less unknowns with our coaching staff. I mean, we don't have a whole heck of a lot of turning coaches or turnover in the coaching room, especially compared to some of the other teams out there. 
Um, but uh, anyway, uh, I love what you guys are doing with the podcast. Keep pounding. Oh, Shaquette getting blocked. Jelly the Blind Panther, you better call in and reclaim your wow, wow, wow. Ooh, yeah. Come on, yeah. Joey. Joey, here's the next call. Let's see if you can do What's it. What's going on, C3 Nation? No. I want to thank the Rams for taking that. <laughs> this is a good call. Because right away. Yes, because it would not help. It was not yeah, a good I mean, fit. Seriously, man, Kellan did not need Matthew Stafford. And That's right. Exactly right. I understand trying to play hardball, mm-hmm. trying to go after players, trying to play, you know, you try to play with That's the big boys. a good players. call. But that was the wrong, for Kellan, that was the wrong big boy move that they yeah. tried to do. To try we fake big boy. Don't worry. It was Matthew a fake big boy. You know, who, <laughs> I just I'm not one of those dudes that believe in Matthew, that Matthew Stafford is the top ten quarterback. I Man. mean you give me Dak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I take uh, Dak over on Matthew Stafford because, you know, I know everybody gonna say, you know, Matthew he's Stafford. He's a top arm, ten quarterback on a top it's more than just an arm that you have to have as a quarterback. You got the top ten quarterback on the You know, you got the top fifteen. How about that? To a winning situation. And there's been times that I've seen yeah, Matthew he Stafford. He just He's better than that guy. He wasn't that guy in Georgia. You, you want know, Matt Ryan or Matt Stafford? Big, How about that? He never won That's a big question. one in, in Georgia. Matt Ryan. Georgia had a stack. Georgia is an elite program in college football, and he never won the SEC. SEC yeah, but they never have quarterbacks like in Georgia. So I just never believe in Matthew Stafford. I never believe, yeah. you know, in the times when that Dallas game, he been up. You know, they've been up 20, 20 to 7. He had I mean, a great defense. You're good, he had weapons around against Dallas. College and he had the ball at the last, you know, the last drive. And, you know, he didn't took those boys to a winning, you know, to a winning situation. So I just don't believe in Matthew Stafford as that quarterback. Yeah. And stuff like that. And hopefully, you know. That's why he the, wasn't the a good fit for Carolina. He's a you know, great fit for LA. Right. You're mean, about to see if he's a winning quarterback. Looks. Bad. He doesn't do it in, in, in Los Angeles. It looks bad. Hopefully, they get their mind right in selecting a quarterback in the first round. I, I like Trey, you know, Trey Lance. If we get lucky, we get Justin Fields. And just do right by building, you know, building guys around him, building um a line around him and stuff like that. I know some some people want to get um get a line now, but um you can. You this can is why I think we're trading that, Still get a line. I think we're trading out We don't need to worry about a quarterback. You know, Teddy going to start anyway. Yeah, Teddy going to start anyway. But who in the draft, you know, who in college next year, who in college um, that's going to play next year that you believe that going to Carolina? All right. Next call. Good good call right there. Um, Yeah, this is Jay Anderson back in. But like I said, man, you know. You know, for people that say we can, you know, draft quarterback next year or next two years, I'm like, who? I mean, if you were watching college football, like, who in the world do you believe that mm. that you this have? Is, he put the that tough you believe that can come, you know, that we can pick up That's good and question. be that guy, be that franchise quarterback and stuff like that. I don't Tua. see it. Sam Tua. Howard is not that guy. I don't believe in that dude. Um, I know some people talking about the kid from Oklahoma. 
I just don't see it. The kid from Cincinnati, I don't see it. Unless they prove me, you know, unless they prove me wrong, you know, next year that I see something in them that they can come to Carolina mm-hmm. and be a quality, be a, um, a franchise guy. I just don't see it. I see guys right now. I see a Justin Fields. I see a Trey Lance. You know, Trevor Lawrence is that dude. We're being, you know, moved. but I just don't, We're being you know, I don't see it from Justin, the guys. I don't believe that, in know, Justin Fields. The guys that are coming in, next, I don't believe in coming in next year. Who knows? It might be a Cam Newton like next year that blows the roof off. You know, next college football season, but that just I comes don't out of nowhere. You might as well go ahead and get one right now. It's not reaching to get a quarterback. If you know, if your GM know how, and your scout team know how to scout, and your coaches know how to, you know coach talent then there's no worry about you know getting getting the um line you know ta- getting a tackle in the first round second round doesn't matter they still got to coach them up look what we got on greg little in the second round and everybody i love that pick look how that turned out we pick them high so it doesn't matter where you pick them from it just matter where you coach you know who the player is and you know how you coach them up all right man uh cody i want to ask you this am i a racist for believe for believing that Trey Lance is better than Justin Fields. Racist? No, it's racist. Yeah. To, it's racist to think Zach Wilson is better than Justin Fields. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> I actually think that Justin Fields, and I don't want to be like, I, I don't even think he's like the super athletic dude. Oh, he is really athletic. He's yeah. He kind of reminds me of Marcus Mariota. That's what he looks like to me. As a player. It's a first glance, and I'm not an evaluator. I don't know these motherfuckers. I don't know if he's the smartest motherfucker in the world. I don't know any of that. And thank God I'm not a racist. Can I? I can like, I? I don't think it makes you a racist. I think it means <laughs> you might have some legitimate concerns about old buddy. I, I've said this. I think the talent level is off you know through the roof i mean the guy has been highly talked about for uh, every bit as long about trevor like they've been mentioned in the same breath for years um but again this is my personal evaluation i've i've seen him get hurt a lot he's never missed a college game hey, you would started. take homie over homie right i would take i would i would take trey lance um hey, look right at now this. in my evaluation it's it's just the durability thing, but I also don't want like I don't want people to think that means I don't like Justin Fields either, because mm. I do. I, I have two major concerns. Do you think he's gonna be the bomb or like the ball? It's not all right. What I'm asking you is this: is not whether you want him. Do you believe he's gonna supersede Justin Herbert? Like, is he going to be a talent that can supersede? Because to me, Herbert is kind of the floor right now. Like, I want that or nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's like this. That's kind of what I want. And it's not because how he looks. He looks like an idiot. He's got giant pimples on his face. (laughs) He's like this and that. Like, no. So it's not. You can't tell me it's like how he looks or this and that. I'm just saying this. This motherfucker bombing this shit down the field. Is he better than Herbert? That's what my gauge is. Better than Herbert? College film Is Justin Fields a better pick? Like, kind of like Tua. No, 
No. Like you said, no. no. Then then I don't want nothing to do with it. Then I think but you're, you're you, Mr. Chance. Like uh, Herbert might be a once in a lifetime kind of prospect. Uh, oh, shucks. he ain't that good. You're six foot six. He is not good. He is not that good. He is not that good. He is not better than Cam. He is not better than Josh Allen. He broke like every rookie record that there was for an NFL quarterback. Yeah, but they didn't win. Smashed them. But they didn't win. Neither did Cam Newton. Neither did fucking. Yeah. And Cam, guess what? His career did not. Super C and I'm not, I, I I will put Cam up against Josh Herbert all but day. You're misinterpreting. You're misinterpreting what I'm not saying. Good names. When I talk about quarterbacks, I'm drafting traits. If you're a big motherfucker, six six, two hundred and forty pounds, and can damn near run a four five. Yeah, I'm gonna evaluate the things that you do. This guy or what's the field? Him or Fields? Him or Fields? Herbert, Herbert, Herbert. All right. Well, then I don't want nothing to do with Fields. Then that's a bad comparison because, like, why? Why? So like this similar range. How about we were at six or seven last year? We could have had Herbert. I can't guarantee you that Trevor Lawrence will be as good as Justin. Whoa, 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 that's whoa, whoa. a lot. If you Stop can't do that, then no, I don't want to talk about shit anymore. I don't want to talk about shit anymore. You're not even listening to me now. I'm saying Ju- J- Trevor Lawrence might. I'm not saying he is or isn't. There's a possibility that he isn't as good as Justin Hurt. <laughs> Justin Hurt is a little bit bigger. He probably has a little bit be- better arm talent, but Trevor has been a much more accomplished winner throughout his entire life. But Greg, get him. I, get him I, I, I just have a question. I'm not going to get him out of question. Traits. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I have a question for you. Okay, because I know last year everybody was damn nuts about Joe Burrow. Okay? If Joe Burrow doesn't get injured and finishes the year out, does he have a better season than uh, Justin Herbert? Because uh, la- last year everybody was like, he's the, he's the end all be all. He broke every college record you could have, the best college year ever. And now it's all about just her. He wasn't hurt, given the Joe same Burrow, opportunity. Joe Burrow was very good this year. Uh, it just didn't have as many like wild yeah. throws down the field. Yeah. But well, he was, didn't have a he didn't and have a great he got hurt day. number one and he number one he, he, got, hurt, he yeah. did not finish the season so he mm-hmm. got hurt as fuck with a bad number offensive two, line, horrible offensive line. There were questions, though, if he was the bomb dignity. Like, he was a, he's a baller. Mm-hmm. I almost uh, equate him a little bit to the Browns quarterback, Mayfield. They're not as good. They, it's about playing. Yeah, they, they get more it's hype. It's not about their talent. Yeah. It's just about, like, these guys win on Sunday. Did you say Baker Mayfield to Joe Burrow? Yeah. Oh, that's a bad comparison. Why? Why is no, that bad? I would, I would, I went to the AFC Championship game. Neither of them have elite. Neither of them have elite traits. Neither of them have elite traits. They just are cats that try to win. I would take Joe Burrow over Baker Mayfield 10 times over. Uh, I would do it, Rebecca. But yeah, they're still not 
the most athletic joints. That's what I'm saying. Is this? They are neither of them. Joe Burrow, you if you think that Joe Burrow, you're like you're like this, my man. He's like this. I will not fuck with Tua. I will not fuck with Tua. But we ain't gonna talk about Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow dude does way more than Tua. Lies. You don't know that. I do Joe Burrow know had that. one know, really good college season. Tua had three phenomenal have college seasons. Four season. games. You have and, four and games of tape, and they're just better. all right. Joe just all right. I think that like. Joe Burrow just has a big D. Like he just is like oh, this. Man, he just always come back to the dick. <laughs> Joe Burrow has proven to be a good rookie NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. Which is something yeah, that he is not proving it. Not he played three games, well, homie. No, no. Well, he he, he played uh, one, two, three, f- six games, and he had almost three thousand yards, thirteen touchdowns, five yeah, interceptions. Yeah, right. that, that's not right. bad. That's not bad. That that's going to finish right, out about right. five thousand no, yards. Not he's bad, but he is not proving it. not proving it. Come on, I mean, like that's has not come close to that. But he How not? Tua was in the playoffs. That's not a valid. That's not a valid argument either. Because and Tua was in the playoffs. Tua was in the playoffs, dude. No, no, they weren't. They didn't make the playoffs this year. Yeah, they didn't make the playoffs. They had a they had a good record. They were they should have been in the playoffs with their record compared to the NFC five or whatever. They didn't make the playoffs even with that record, bro. Um, yeah, because the AFC is just stacked. But what I was gonna say is comparing Tua and Burrow is tough because Tua had a fantastic defense. He did not have to play from behind very often, right? So those yards are going to be all running. They're going to be everything, right? Whereas the the Bengals constantly behind. The only thing you can do is throw the ball, right? And that's the reality of it. So, I mean, even comparing those stats are just going to be misleading. I just don't, when we looked at him, we were not like, how about this? Let me ask you this, Cody. If you could pick right now, would you pick Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert? That's that was basically what I was asking. Yeah, Justin Herbert. I right mean, see, look, he ain't even gonna pick do mean, Joe Burrow. Do you mean he's not gonna even look? This bitch went straight Justin yeah, Herbert right think, away. Look, look uh, that's a, better, a fra- fraudulent argument. I think a better, I think a better representation. I think a better representation would be Joe Burrow or Justin Fields. That's what. Yeah, oh. That's look, look That's real quick. Can, can, just, just give Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is the same. They're comparable arm talent. They're Actually, it's not comparable. I would say this, Joe Burrow. Then I think that Joe Burrow is better than Justin Fields. I would not. I would put five million miles. No, Y'all want to have some fun with numbers here? I would, put, I would put Joe Burrow ahead of Justin Fields. Yeah, I probably yeah, would too. That's I what I just do. said. Joe but Burrow not- played. Joe Burrow played six games, and he had he finished twenty third in passing yards. He played six games in his rookie year, and he had one less touchdown than Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. He finished in six games with more passing yards than Cam Newton, Carson Wentz, Nick Mullins, Garner Minshew, Sam Darnold, Annie Dalton, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Mr. Trubisky, Dak Prescott, Nick Foles. Now we're getting into playing for the was, in six games. In six games, he threw for more yards and touchdowns than all of those guys. Well, not many yeah. touchdowns, but. Yeah, they they have good weapons. They just don't have a great offensive line. Like, I mean, 
to say he's you know play like he's got he's if they were the to pick the offensive line, they have competitive he would offense. want Justin Fields over Joe Burrow is ridiculous. I didn't say that. I said I put Joe Burrow over. Joe. I said they're comparable. You need to start looking at quarterbacks in terms of how I do <laughs> physical traits and talent. Didn't we say that. I Look, all right. So when he says they're comparable, I just want what I want this guy or that guy. I don't it look, and I actually don't think that Joe Burrow is better than some of those guys are talking about. I don't think he's better than Trevor Lawrence. I don't think he's better than who was the other one? Trevor, I'd put him above Trent. Joe. I'd put Trevor. But he above is Trevor. way better than a couple of these other cats. Cam Newton, how about this? Let me tie it all back into the Panthers, okay? Cam Newton represented a premium prospect, right? Two uh, six foot five, two hundred and forty pounds, cannon for an arm mobile, tight window throws. Okay, I consider that the prototype, okay? There are only two other players that have what I call the full package, meaning they have every single thing that you could want in a quarterback, and they're graded at an elite level. Who are they? Who are they? Tell me. It's uh, Justin Herbert and Josh Allen. And the reason I don't oh put Patrick Oh my gosh. The, reason I, the, reason I, the only reason Just I don't put two white quarterbacks. Oh, shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> the only reason I say that is because uh, Patrick Mahomes, for example, is not built as big. So that's why I'm saying Cam Newton, Justin Herbert, and Josh Allen. They're it is the best quarterback yeah, I ever lived. Again, they're durable because they're big as fuck. They're strong, smart, athletic. Like, that's why I'm saying, if you're going to compare everyone to Justin Herbert going forward, dude, good fucking luck, bro. Because yeah. I'm telling you, that kind of talent, that, you don't just happen upon it, man. So that's what I'm talking about. When you're judging these players, you are never going to be able to teach Tua or Joe Burrow to throw a ball as fast and as hard as Justin Herbert or Cam Newton or Josh Allen. And the ability to make those on the well, board. Obviously, like you're that. not going to be able to teach Cam the footwork, the whatever it is. I love Cam. Sorry, Cam. Please come back. Next Throwing motion, all that stuff, yeah? Yeah, whatever it is. We still have hope. Oh, yeah. And one, this is your boy, Jay. And I, and one more thing I got to say. I, I know I'm calling too much, but one more thing I got to say. You know, I've been listening to a, I've listened to a uh, podcast on um, Quick Click. Quick Blitz podcast, my homegirl Sheena and um, Vasa. And I heard one of the four man rush boys say that it takes four to five years to build a Super Bowl team. I think that was, I think that's stupid to say. If it takes four or five, this ain't the 90s. If it takes four or five years for a team to build a, um, to build a Super Bowl team, then you got the wrong GM and you got the wrong coaches in place. You got the wrong scouting team in place. It doesn't take four to five years to build a Super Bowl team. And I heard the dude use um the San Francisco 49ers. First of all, he got the date wrong. He said um from 2006 all the way to 2019. Actually, it was, you know, they got Shanahan in 2006, 2017, you know, and they got, you know, Garoppolo. Yeah, Garoppolo was hurt that next year. But, you know, 
that next year in 2018, but in 2019, that's when they went to the Super Bowl. You look at Philly, Philly, it took them, you know, they went seven and nine, you know, seven and nine as soon as they got um, um, their coach, you know, with the staff and stuff like that. Plus, they got wins that same year in 2000, um, 2016. Then they went to the Super Bowl next year in 2017. Random so if you got the right GM, if you got the right GM that know, you know, that has a team around him that knows how to scout players, and you got, you know, you got a coach that knows how to coach him, and you pick the right players, you could be in the super, you could be in the contender in the Super Bowl in the playoffs next year if they, if Carolina know what they're doing and do, and you know if they do everything right, they can be in the playoffs next year. They can be in the playoffs next year. They can be in the Super Bowl next year. It doesn't take four to five years to get to the Super Bowl. So I don't know what dude was thinking by saying it. This ain't the nineties. This is a new. This is a new time. The Rams have done it. Um, you know, the Rams have done it. Plenty of teams have done it. Hell, the Carolina Panthers. When we got Cam in two thousand eleven, you know, they got Luke Kuechly that next year, two thousand thirteen. We was a legit Super Bowl contender team. The only thing bad about it is that next year that we end up dropping Smitty and, you know, Greg Hardy got into his issues and stuff mm. like that. Cam got hurt a little bit in that year, and we had a fall-off year, but we pick it back up in 2015. Yep. So it doesn't, doesn't take four to five years. If you got a good GM, if you got a, um, you got a good GM, you got good coaching staff, you could have a Super Bowl team that quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's 100% right. 100% right. I, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah, look, shout out to the guys in Fort Like, not even 98%. It doesn't take five years to to completely rebuild a football team. Maybe mm-hmm. that's how other teams have done it. But, man, if you have smart people in place, it don't take that long, man. There have been too many teams that have turned it around way quicker than that. Look at the um, Seahawks before they got Russell Wilson. Yeah, the Seahawks. Dude, yeah. how about this? Look at what uh, the the Tennessee Titans have done in the yeah, past. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, man. The 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 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, look what happens to to them when Tom Brady comes to town. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to take that long. Um, in one hundred percent agreement with that. I also do think that, like, you know, people who say that are often on the team of. Well, don't push for the quarterback. Don't give up too much. Just build the team, stay at your pick, and just go forward with what you have. And like that's kind of their way of justifying. All right, I got one question for you before we get to the next call, and it has to do with what you just said. Is um, friend of mine is a Jacksonville Jaguar fan, and he is a diehard Jags fan. Like right. us, good for him. It's weird. Oh, it's actually, yeah. It's like it's very admirable. I like. I look at him. I'm like, man, he's cheering as hard as he can, and there's nothing to cheer about. And the Jags actually did have a lot of success in the beginning, right? They had when we we both came into the league at the same time. They they had a ton of um. Who was it? Fred Smith, something, something Smith. Like they had a couple of cats that got it done on their team, but then they hit this dip. 
right? And they have been struggling. And they've been trying to find their quarterback. This and that. And I'm looking at their team, and they went all in on wasn't Tannehill. It was Butler. Uh, it was Bortles. Bortles. Yeah, played Bortles originally. Yeah, Bortles. And they adopt. Ultimately, I think they adopted the Cody strategy, which is we are in a position and we got to do it. And we're going to go after this motherfucker. And it did not work. Didn't work for them. So, Cody, how do you respond to that? The Cody way is doing what the Jaguars did this year. Trade away. If you're going to tank, do it right. Oh, so you want to say trade back? All right. Yes. No, they traded away all their fucking good players in, in hopes to tank and get the number one pick in the draft. And guess what? It worked. And now the future for the Jacksonville Jaguars has never been higher than it is right now. They have Urban Meyer and Trevor Urban Meyer has a lot to do with that. He is not taking a and you're not talking about Blake Bortles, though. I don't, I don't want to talk about Blake Bortles. He was the number one pick in the draft. He wasn't the number one pick no, in the wasn't. draft. He came out the same year that Cam the Newton Jack did. Jack Myers have never had the number one pick in the draft. No, he did didn't. Didn't Bortles come out? Right. Yeah, he did. He came out in 2011. No, he, he did not. I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, yeah, he was what? definitely not in Cam's draft. He might not have been the number one, but I'm pretty sure. I think sure you're probably – Yeah, I think you're thinking about he, him he as – he was the fourteenth, fourteenth, uh, two thousand fourteen no, number number no, three pick. No, that's Trubisky. Yeah, he was the number three pick. Portals was. Who was number one that year? Uh, year was it? Two thousand fourteen. Two thousand fourteen was a uh, offensive lineman. It's the draft that everybody fucking. No, fourteen. Uh, two thousand fourteen was Jadavian Clowney. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Greg Robinson, mm-hmm. Blake Bortles, Sammy Watkins, Khalil Mack. Wow. By the way, if you no. keep on going. That's a legendary draft. Too. That is a legendary draft. It's not as good as 2011's. 2011's draft was yeah, loaded, was y'all. My God, it was loaded. But yeah, this was a loaded draft, too. Odell Beckham. Eric Ebron, Odell Beckham, Mike Evans, Jake Matthew. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, it's loaded. Ryan Shazier. Yeah. yeah. All right, you ready for the next call? <laughs> yep. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. This is boy, Jay. And, I, heard and one more thing right, I got to say. Sorry. Hey guys, it's Joey. And, yeah, uh, Joey. I, say, I really don't think it's as much of a long shot to get Deshaun Watson, and here's why. Yes, it is. Because it's like a giant shot. Houston, they don't have a first round pick, and we know Scott Fitter is uh, used to picking near the bottom of the first round, if he even picks in the first round, or. Him and his team, he never was the one in charge of it. But anyway, giving away a first-round pick to him is nothing, and I hope the hell he doesn't become like Bill Belichick, but I think he's a better talent evaluator than Belichick in that, in that draft. He's not Belichick's not a good drafter, but uh, aside from me hating Bill Belichick for what he did to Cam Newton, we're not going to talk about that buffoon. Anyway... If we send Houston two firsts, whichever wide receiver we're not going to pay, and 
Teddy Sewerwater. And I know you're going to say, oh, Houston doesn't want Teddy Sewerwater. Yeah, they do. He's a he's a good backup, and Houston can't choose We don't want him, bro. They passed up Salah. They passed up. Uh, All right, next uh, up. We're going, Joey. We're going next, though. We're not. We don't want to hear about He's got the roar. He's got the roar. Oh, oh, we got to do the roar. Hold on. Hold on. Yo, 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 what it do? We got to do the roar. I wanted to call in and just say. What did I do wrong? Hey, guys. Why are you cutting off Joey? Because he wants to talk. Because it's like three minutes of us hearing. And a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. And seventh in that number of years, I don't care. We have Deshaun Watson, and we're oh, not getting Deshaun. Come on, hit us with the ram ram ram. Think that would work anyway, guys. Hey. Wow, wow, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> And, and what did was, I do wrong? Tell me what I did wrong. You're like, I gotta go home by this time, and I've already. And I didn't. Like, I'm, I'm on here an hour longer than I, than I thought I would be, and I would even. I know, me. I know. That's why I was. I was trying I to do even longer for Joey the Blind Panther's roar, man. Mm. That's what it is. You don't ever mess with Joey the Blind Panther's right. roar. Look, look, man. He's trying his best, and I'm trying my best too. Uh, let's see what this next call is going to say. Yo, 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 what it do? I'm just sitting there smoking on some perpzilla. Mm. I wanted to call in and just say, fuck the saints. <laughs> fuck them in the heart. I, I don't mind it. <laughs> in the face. He's like, I just want to fuck the saints. Said, fuck them in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Did we hear hey, this guys. one? It's Joey. All right, yeah, and, uh, yeah, we have that. One. All right, say, here's the last I one. Read. I hope. I was. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, G baby, this is my my. my. What's good, Panther Nation? I'm Welcome about to make Virginia. a T-shirt a that bit. says G baby, and, and if we truly offer two first round drafts for a 32 year old Matthew Stafford, oh, I'm it's not that bad. That didn't happen. No stop, G baby, stop. First, two first round draft picks, including our eighth overall pick. It's so oh, I feel him though. I'm not I'm right there where he's at. I'm sorry. Matthew Stafford it, it can't throw the ball anywhere on the field, but you want to give away our future for a 32 year old quarterback with Cam. Cameron Jarrell Newton is going to be a fucking free agent. <laughs> I love this about G Baby. G Baby is livered. Who rides or dies? Are you kidding me? Stop it! I genuinely don't think these motherfuckers know what the fuck they are doing, man. My I swear to God, bro, that, you're going to offer two first round draft picks and more for a 32 year old Matthew Stafford? What the Great. fuck? I would much rather just move up to the fucking second, third overall pick and get Justin Fields or a right tackle. What the fuck? I'm with you, I'm not going to give away two first-round draft picks for fucking Matthew Stafford. That's blasphemy. And this is the shit. This is what I'm talking about, David Tepper. Analytics, bro. This dude don't know nothing about fucking football, bro. 
I promise you guys, come on, bro. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, watch us keep Teddy Bridgewater. Watch us not make a single goddamn move. We fucked over with Deshaun Watson. I've been hearing reports that he doesn't want to come to Carolina now because of the way we treated our fucking franchise. QB Cam Newton, motherfuckers. Karma's That's a something bitch. I was going to bring up. That's a fair point. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Cam Newton's his mentor. Are you fucking kidding me? Karma's a bitch. We had a chance. Two states cheering for him. Coming home to fucking Clemson. What? We fucked up, man. Imagine him and Joe Brady's offense. Fuck it. I'm calling yeah. back, Carolina. Joe Brady's Death offense is not that impressive. So. No, I think it's fair. All good point. G-Baby, you're the man. I'm yeah. telling you, man, I really right. do worry about David Tepper, man. I think, uh, I mean, I hope it. I hope oh, that, we should right, fire him. Let's fire him. No, we're too early, Gray. Can you fire the owner? I don't think you can fire the owner, right? I hope that we luck into a franchise quarterback. But, dude, I'm telling you, I really am worried after a few years of having him as our owner that he is uh, willing to put his finger in a situation that it doesn't, it doesn't need to be put in. So, mm-hmm. I, I don't Maybe, know. No, I hope he let's put his stop finger that in nonsense, Cody. Yeah, that can be, be real bad. <laughs> if you're a $13 billionaire, you want to put your finger in everything. You you can. You put your finger in whatever you want to, I guess. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. That's what Donald Trump right. said. <laughs> all right, let's get to. Um, so we've been through all the calls. There's no news to talk about, other than, I guess, when you you could tell me your uh, Super Bowl picks. I think we all went through it. Is that the three of us cannot bet against Kansas City yeah. except for Cody, who believes it's yeah, going to be. Yeah, I And I understand that's cool. That's Tom Brady is going to stop Mike Remmers from having a Super Bowl ring before fucking Cam Newton and Greg Olson and Luke Kingsley and Thomas Davis and so on and so forth. Tom Brady is actually going to do a good thing. I'm Let's drop some ice up picks right now. It's our homage to Steve Smith where we tell somebody ice up, toughen up, get it together. Anybody is available from an eight-year-old in Oklahoma, which I've iced up to myself every other week. I feel like I ice up. Who wants to jump into the ice up picks? Oh, uh, great! I, no, 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 no. Did you? Do you have any trivia for us? I, did, I, I didn't. This okay. Week, no. All right. All right. Then well, let, me, let, me, let me go first because mine is simple. Yes, he's got to uh, go. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be the first team to ever play the Super Bowl in their home state. <laughs> if you know anything about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, all right, you talked about trivia. Here's some trivia for all of you. What happens when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers score a touchdown? They shoot the cannons off. They shoot the cannons off. Mm-hmm. And would you believe it or not, the first team to host the Super Bowl in their own stadium the NFL will not let the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fire the cannons in the Super Bowl at their home Why? fucking stadium. I get it. Why? I get it. Why? That is Why? the dumbest shit in the Why? world. I understand. Dude. Because that's it's supposed to be dumbest. a neutral game. That's it's why. not a neutral yeah. game, though. I know it's not, but that's the why they're not letting them do it. Yeah. Earn oh, okay. their home game, man. Under any normal circumstances, yeah, fine. Even Steven, no home field advantage. 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers earned their fucking home field advantage, and they should be able to fire their own damn cannons in their own damn home in their own damn Super Bowl. Ice up the fucking NFL. I, I can't disagree. Believe, I can't believe I'm going to, to bat for a division rival, mm-hmm. but fuck it. It's their home. Ice them up. Ice them up. Yeah, but I disagree. Hey, wait, wait. Before you go, who'd you have us draft in in your mind draft? Um, The most recent one, all the quarterbacks were gone. So I took Michael Parsons. That's still a good pickup. Where where can they find that? Where can they find that? Yeah, drafttech.com. Um, it's still every other week right now, but coming up here soon, it's going to be uh, uh, once every week, a brand new mock draft for the Carolina Panthers um, with first and second round comments written by yours truly. Find me on draft te- uh, on uh, Twitter at Cody Lack, C-O-D-Y-L-A-C. Uh, and that's it for your homeboy. My man, my man. Material love Cody Lashney. It's love. Let's turn the mic to CK. Who you got for the ice? The ice up big. Um, you know, I, I <laughs> so you don't got nobody. Not really, man. It's been a good week. I haven't. I haven't really been reading a lot. I, 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 I have. I have. I'm gonna ice up fucking Robin Hood. I'm gonna ice yeah, up Robin Hood get because get you know that's <laughs> for those who haven't followed the market and all the stuff that's going on with the short selling with GameStop with. Uh, you know, AMC theaters, all this stuff. Uh, basically, the 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 normal, regular people that are not billionaires, trillionaires, the top one percent in the in uh, of of wealth in the world, um, you know, found a way to come together as a hive mind and and manipulate the markets, just like every other fucking hedge fund has mm-hmm. ever done since the inception of the stock market. It's all it, it happens all the time. And if you haven't read up on it, I encourage you go and read up on it because you're going to see what hedge funds do, where they tried to short sell, uh, where they short tried to the short, they tried to short the market on GameStop, and they lost billions of dollars because they did they were screwed out of it mm-hmm. um, by a hive mind of people that are on Reddit uh, on a Reddit thread. So there's a couple of ISOPs in this. There's number one Robinhood because they limited they they stopped the ability to trade uh, GameStop. Uh, stock because it was too volatile or whatever. Um, and and the reality is Robinhood is a free app. You can go in there and trade for free. And the reason that you can do it for free, the way they make their money is they sell all the trends to the hedge funds. So they their only customer is the hedge fund managers. It is not the everyday average consumer that you might think is out there trading on their on their app. That is not who they 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 go after. It is the hedge fund. It is the top of the top because they pay for information. From Robin Hood. If you didn't know that, go look that up because that's how fucking crazy that shit is. We've been doing it because we've been guilted and we've been thinking, oh, it's free. It's great. We can we can trade just like everybody else. No, you're being manipulated into and being able to give information to other people about trends and, and markets and things like that. Anyway, that out of the way, out of the equation. Now, the insurrection was started on Reddit, right? Was planned for a tremendous amount of time, right? You know, after the election had taken place, they shut down the Reddit, the Reddit page that was organizing the the stock market stuff. After two days, they didn't touch the insurrection Reddit page mm-hmm. at all. 
I sub Reddit. <laughs> I yeah. sub Robinhood. And I sub you hedge fund managers who think that we can't, as regular human beings, figure out how the fuck you've been doing shit, especially with the internet and with everything that we have to be able to come a hive, become a hive mind and work the way that we have. You guys lost, and you can't fucking accept it. You're acting like petulant children. I sub all of you. It's a good one. It's a real good one. Oh, you want me to go? Yeah, jump in there. All right, mine's just yeah. Mine's a simple story. Uh, doesn't give a location of these travelers, but uh, these these four travelers were coming. I guess they took a vacation to China. Uh, they were uh, on their way back home, and I guess wherever they're at, they don't have oranges there. So they purchased sixty six pounds <laughs> I have of oranges. oranges yeah. what a sad story. That <laughs> is. Sad, yeah. Well, they they, right. they purchased sixty six pounds of oranges, not realizing that you would have to pay extra to to get those on the plane. Um, so rather than paying the extra, they ate 66 pounds of oranges between the four of them in 20 minutes to make their plane, <laughs> which resulted like in painful these, sores in their mouth. I like these people. I would yeah. be with these people. I would, I would be like, all right, let's just, do just it. wait. Do you know what it cost for this, for the, uh, 66 pounds of oranges if they would have got them on the plane? 46 bucks. 46 bucks. Probably less than the oranges cost. Oh, <laughs> the oranges cost themselves. I would have eaten those pictures too. No, I'm, no, between four people, if you're flying on a plane, you can't pull up, what, 12 bucks a piece? Or 11 a piece? A lot. Yeah. Uh, I get so, you. <laughs> but, but for them, right. up, you know. Just All right, cool. so my so that's what, actually, I like <laughs> that. That one is super funny and delicious and full of vitamin C. I do love oranges, yes. Uh yes. Uh my sub pick this week goes to I get I don't know who to direct it to. Is it American Airlines? Is it this website? Is it this whatever? It says this is woman this is the headline. Woman says she was charged African American fee after North Carolina fight. So, and, oh, here's she wants an apology, and it was it was in North Carolina. Keatry Bryant says after taking an American Airlines flight out of Charlotte, oh no, that she was charged uh, an African American service charge. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> I just okay. think is that American good? Airlines AA. Yeah, like oh, no. it was all over the place. <laughs> oh, is, no. is that this poor lady got charged a charge? <laughs> got charged a charge by American Airlines because she was African American and. <laughs> It said African American in Amer- Africa. It was like the weirdest thing. Like she posted her shit. Uh, here, let me read it to you. So it actually said African American charge. This it wasn't her, American Airlines. Keatry Bryant. Keatry. Keatry. K Y E. I'm not trying to fucking raise the name up. So Keatry Bryant. Over Thanksgiving, Wes and I traveled to Denver from Charlotte Douglas International Airport, Charlotte. She linked it uh, via American Airlines. Also linked that. 
We both used different cards to pay for our luggage, and instead of being noted as such, both of our bank statements read African-American, African service charge. The manager of the airport gave some sob story about how sorry she was, but I got no answers. I was told that I could, all I could do was file a complaint, but I got no answers. She goes on and on. Anyway, the point of the whole story is this, is that they, they swipe their card. These poor people. They swipe their card and it said, you black. Basically, that's what it said. It said, like, it was like this. They swiped their card and they were like, and you're an African-American, African on a, on an American airline. It's so many A's. I can't even <laughs> follow it. And my point is, my eyes up pick is this. Is that what I have trouble following this story? I got a ton of trouble following this story because, yes, you know what? I sell up American Airlines. That's all I got. That's it. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what else to say. I don't know what to say. How, what have you got on your card where you were checking your bank statement and it was like, you white as fuck. <laughs> That's basically what it yeah. says. That is what it the says. W- the WAF charge. I thought. I thought for sure. <laughs> I thought for sure what you were about to tell me was this woman thought that AA service surcharge meant African American service charge. No, like, for sure that's where you were going with that. Instead thought, of American Airlines. Yeah, when he said that, I thought comp- Actually, I won't say this poor company. This poor woman, A. And B, when she looks at her bill, it was like it was the most racist statement ever. Yeah. That's that's a different. Yeah, absolutely. What if you you looked at your bill and you were like, you white as fuck? So you get I was so confused. I would like to see the receipt. Yeah, I would like to see this receipt. Oh, no. Look, we will look at it. It it says African American. (laughs) Hold on. Uh, it's crazy. It says American African American surcharge. It's like she is being charged because she's black. It's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Not the worst. I don't know how to quantitate anything. All I'm just trying to say is this. Good God. America. Can we not fill up the paperwork a little bit better? Citibank. Or whatever that was. Like this bank. And then they tried to come back and was like, We're, it's not that bad. Yes, it's the most racist shit I've ever heard. Here, I'll share it with you. Okay, I just pulled it up. I just, I, I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Oh, y'all are all looking it up, aren't you? Yeah. Thank you. Am I wrong? Am I making shit up? No, come here. On. Let me see what they say. Right, right there it is. You get Oh, oh, yeah. Hold on. I can do that. African-American African service. Look at that. Look. This poor girl got charged <laughs> for being black. That, but only her? That, that's what's so crazy. Like, and no, her boyfriend, too. No, all black people. 
Yeah, that's crazy. What, uh, what did they get charged? I'm wondering yeah. what they're like. What is what is American Airlines believe is the charge? Like, I is think it, they just whoever them. wrote this shit just really fucked up. <laughs> but, oh uh, no! Do you think they manually typed it in? Like somebody who had to do this? Yeah, charge? they were trying to fill and fill fill. Excuse me. Fill in fields, you know, like you're trying to, yeah, yeah, like, is, like, like Caucasian, to, yeah, yeah, you're trying to put some shit in, and then they, but it's crazy. This poor girl and her husband got charged for being black. That's wow. tough. That is tough. That's insane. Anyway, yeah, that's crazy. All right, my yeah. name's Tony Dunn. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. Two five two 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 eight fifteen ninety eight. If you don't like the world, then just call in and ice up a mofo. If you want to watch cats kill bitches on COD, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, if you want to watch them creep into some weird... What's the new game? Uh, Escape from Tarkov. Mm. It sounds like Escape from a... It sounds like escape from a Russian prison in Siberia is what I would guess. With that, yeah, sounds like. it's it's sort of it's it's a lot more in depth. It's uh, Tarkov is a city, and they have these different maps and stuff. They, it's about looting, and you know, if you get shot in the where, leg, where you, you run. Where is Tarkov like located at? Uh, Russia, I believe. See, it's always about those fucking Russians. All right, uh, check him out. He's streaming there on that. Bridgewater's in the chat, guys. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater's here. Uh, Greg, where can they find your work? Oh, look, dude, I watched um, uh, the Captain Marvel, the chick version of the Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah, it was wonderful. That was good. Yeah, that was wonderful. Good movie. It's like when I top. Uh, superhero movies. Hmm. Interesting take. Like, it was nice. Like, yeah. I mean, like everything went bad. It was all right, except for it was just like this plain white girl. I guess like that was the only thing that I would disrespect about it. But my wife liked it. My kid like everywhere. It was entertaining. Mm-hmm. It was entertaining. I liked it a lot. So it has a lot of tie-ins and stuff going on right now too, which is actually pretty cool. So. Little bit nuggets here, but uh, yeah, I, I recommend going to check it out. Captain Marvel's a good movie. Uh, you can find me at the Bat Daddy Fifty Two on Twitter. It's my personal handle. Check me out. Uh, Super Civil Servants podcast, superhero discussions, um, DC Alliance podcast. It's all on the Geek Ultimate Alliance network. Uh, we go live a few days a week, and we have shows that drop seven days a week. So check us out if you want some movie, comic book knowledge, news, anything like that. Uh, this week on Super Civil Servants, you want to come check us out? We're talking about. WandaVision, Batwoman, and we're going to cover. What do you the think Maggie. about WandaVision? Tell me, what do you think about WandaVision? I like it. I'm enjoying it. Slow burn. Uh, yeah, it's it's slow burn. Exactly. It's, it's starting to pick up now. If if you're caught up to it, it's starting to pick up burn. now. So, but hey, if y'all are interested, check us out. We're doing covering Mighty Ducks number one this weekend because oh, if you don't know, God. Mighty Ducks Game Changers comes out March 28th. So, the new Mighty Ducks show is it? Is it going to have? Is it going to have the original cast? No idea yet. I haven't looked uh, much into it. I just know the date, and we're we're doing every movie up to it to build that, and we're also covering every monster movie up to Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, so, which all come out soon. So come check us out. All right. 
Wonderful night, guys. You check out all the, the all that information. A, I'm going to bed. B, my name is Tony Dunn, C3 Panthers Podcast, every Tuesday night, live, 9 p.m. The number is 252-228-5098. Subscribe. You know what to do, folks. Just be part of the community. And until then, I got to go to bed. Let's get out of fuck. Keep at it. I'm tired. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> I've been watching uh, Transformer movies, and you sound like that. Have you been watching the This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.